so, <laughs> what uh, what another week it's been. Um, gas is, uh, depending on where you are, more or almost $5. And... The average was $5 yesterday and I believe the day before, and it is $5.01 today. It's going up. Yeah, good times. Good. Keep going up. It's not going down anytime soon. No. Neural blender, that's what I'm yeah, there's another one uh, on that now. I are on neural water. Which, if anybody is looking at the feed right now, you'll see something that uh, I made on the uh, Dally Mini before it got uh, made incredibly popular. Of uh, Mickey Mouse inspecting the troops before the final invasion, 1943, colorized. There we go. Now I can use this. I'm going to use Hyperion Blend. Wait, no. All I get to free stuff. Fine. And of course. Beyond that, we actually have a few noteworthy topics for the week. So, what we were wanting to start out with is um, a wrap-up of what's happened with uh, with the notorious Buffalo Bill down in Uvalde, Texas. So, we had uh, an update from the chief. He, um, Of course, the first update was he did not have his radio um, on the scene because, you know, it would... Uh, do something bad or something. Maybe, maybe maybe his radio would get up and shoot someone. I don't know, but uh, he didn't have it for some reason. Then we found out that oh no 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 they had it. They just they just weren't working. Well, we've since got an update. This is uh, via the Texas Tribune. He uh, did in fact leave his radio behind. As a matter of fact, it uh -huh. was intentional. He believed carrying the radio would uh, quote slow him down. And he wanted both oh, yeah. hands free to hold his gun. He also yeah, knew that like wouldn't free to work hold his soon. mommy's leg. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, he was holding something, and it uh, it it won the rifle. Yeah, Fucking only thing he had in his hands. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all he was pulling. wasn't a trigger. It was a pud. And uh, also, in addition to this, we have uh, Chief um, Arredondo said he didn't think that he was the incident commander, despite what state law enforcement sold, uh, officials have said. He has also said he didn't issue any order to treat the shooter as a barricaded suspect, further contradicting other state officials. So we've basically gotten no answers at all, really. Just none. Everything's just even more complicated now. Yeah, this shit drives me batty. I just, you motherfucker is supposed to sit there. Like you're supposed to, nice. No, it's not you're supposed to sit there. You're supposed to get your ass in there and protect the kids, and uh, and fucking almost twenty of them died because of these assholes. Yeah, it's um, it's an absolute shit. Like I mean, off duty, off duty, uh, off duty CVP had to come in and do your job for you, and by the skin of his fucking head. Yeah, the dude took yeah, a bullet out and there nearly took a bullet that put him down. He got scalped by a bullet, saving the rest of the kids in there. Put that scumbag down. These ass, this a cloud of fucking cowards outside couldn't go in there and do their job. That's what drives me nuts on this kind of shit. It's just every fucking one of those people. I don't care if they were ordered to stand still; they should have been in there anyway. Every fucking one of them. That oh, let yeah, kids that's, die. I mean, that's that's like part one of any active shooter training is like, listen, you might have to do something that is very outside of your comfort zone. You're going to probably have to put yourself in danger. 
when you do this. Yeah, you might, you might have to take a bullet wearing fucking armor. Yeah. Yeah, or you might have to be a hero from, you know, 40 fucking minutes away, which we're hearing that he might have even been stuck outside the room for some amount of time because we don't have... We're still missing that crucial 40 minutes of uh, the time it was between that door getting breached and uh, well, Buffalo Bill getting see, in there it's, to, it's, it's hard to <laughs> say goodbye to those horses. Like, it's hard to comprehend that 40 minutes elapsed. Yeah, that's an astounding like, amount just, of time. Like, truly. just a, This is one of those things it's supposed to take. Like, this is one of those like life or death situations where minutes count, except we're talking about like tens of minutes, like an hour of active shooting time. Well, what the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 breathtaking, really. Like how can and and the excuses we've heard. I mean, just just to consider that, you know, we've heard that. Um, yeah. You know, he was barricaded in there. We couldn't get in. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't know that there were in. any kids in danger. They were in there. There were. It was. I'm there sorry, was a time period of either two or three minutes, and I think it was actually two minutes and like thirty to forty seconds that he was in that school with no other police officers. Because we have learned that for some reason the resource officer wasn't available at the time. He was also. That's, that's like. That's the thing I gotta wonder here is like we didn't know if like we didn't know blah 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 who cares whatever. Um, I'm sorry, but what the fuck were you shooting at for 15 minutes on the way in then? If you didn't think there was any danger. Oh, speaking of shooting at, he actually shot at another gathering that was nearby. So there were gunshots in the air. This whole situation had already been made imminently clear to anyone in the immediate vicinity. Like yeah. there's there's somebody with a gun shooting. And well, and not and not a thump thump forty five a crack crack rifle. People from Texas ought to be able to at least roughly tell the difference. Yeah. Oh, and apparently somebody else is streaming right now. Teehee. Anyway, a few people will. By you. Say, <laughs> so it looks like the stream's going to shit. Maybe. Oh, well, they kind of seem to be it's, doing that lately. But anyway, we're not here to even entertain any of that because I'm. This is well, the last place to go for drama. This is a place to go for news. Well, no, no, no. Content. I'm just saying, like the the stream, the stream, or this stream is. Uh, I don't know if it's a bandwidth issue at your end or what. Um, but it's giving me the, the circle of frustration. On oh, Odyssey. really? Yeah, man. It's and like you know. You know, horrible day, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, We're not here to stream, we're here to do a podcast. Uh, Indeed we are. Let me see if I can uh, fuck around with the settings a little bit. Maybe get the... uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, for those those, uh, not in the know later who are listening in after we've we've officially quote started recording, uh, we we decided to dick around with a live stream on Odyssey tonight. and, And there was no plan for this ahead of time. Yeah, we'll have to... Uh, I'll just do- drop the resolution a little bit in the future. That might help. Actually, it, it won't... It's like Hoffman was being live It doesn't cause people to lose the connection if I just drop the stream for a second. So, uh, people watching, bear with for just one second. People listening, 
this is just going to sound really weird as we talk something out. So <laughs> let me go into the... Can you hear me now? Good. Yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of things. Oh, I've got to close the whole thing. Okay, so we'll worry about it later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we're back. So, oh, oh dear. More drama we'll, uh, the week. International yeah. news drama. Actually, actually, hold on. We got we got fun ones here. Uh, so inflation numbers came in recently. And, oh, Jesus, uh, they did. Oh, uh, yeah. 8.6%, which is uh, highest since 1981. Um <laughs> And uh, it's going to get worse, by the way. So, like as I was saying in previous episodes, where the uh, the cost of fuel to transport goods to stores was going to start hitting um, stores, and it's just happening basically this month, uh, around now. Um, last couple months worth of gas price rises are going to be ending up in your grocery stores, your big box stores. Basically, first first uh, first level down, the triple down here in terms of products and it's going to start hitting services soon after when uh, those products that influence services. So the cost of the food at restaurants and increasing the prices of restaurant food, that's going to be coming in later this month, probably next month. Uh, next month is going to suck. Yeah. Uh, you've got the double whammy we'll of the higher, cost, higher costs on items and the higher costs on transporting the items. So it's, well, we got this, we got this to look forward to though. Um, at least this time around, the, the federal government is not going to be able to credulously come out and say, we saved you 16 cents on your July 4th cookout. Indeed. It will be interesting to see what the uh, the White House comes out to uh, to tell us about for this upcoming this upcoming July uh, July 4th. Uh, Jean Ropes-Pierre, whatever her name is. I'm sure she'll have uh, I'm sure she'll have a couple of sticky notes that are you know um just full of no answers because she's been uh, she's been really good about reading off of the uh reading off of the provided papers lately. Oh yeah, she's she's just fucking she's she's fucking awful. Um not not a single thought inside that head is original besides the I'm here and the first of several things that don't fucking matter to the job. So I am, I am glad because that is, the funny thing is, uh, in those whatever categories she, she uh, ticked off, um, she's both the best and the worst because she's the first. You know, all yeah. it's going to take is the next person to do the job for her to be the worst one ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would basically be uh, if, if you meet these same uh, requisites and have a pulse, you're going to do a better job. Good God, there's some real stupid drama going on right now. I'm I'm staying far, far away from that. Oh my God, <sighs> I want none of that. So uh, beyond that, in some other really horrifying, stupid drama, we have a piece yeah. of news which uh, I'd like to sort us out of Western media, but not even Fox wants to touch this. So um, sure. we've got this one out of RT. And that oh, would boy. be, we have a f roughly full listing of how many U.S. biolabs, U.S.-funded biolabs exist in Ukraine. Oh, that's showing up. I don't know what you did, but now I can see things. Oh, cool. Yeah, and this is why I was suggesting just layering things over. Now that, you know, if everybody's listening, you're not going to understand any of this. But for those watching, 
you can see where it cut off the P in Pentagon and part of the E. Oh, I can. And the EI in Biolabs. I can actually fix that. And this is where my critique, which again is not doesn't matter because it's not my stream to to make aesthetic criticisms on, is that you know, it would just push things like just layer it out on on top. Well, yeah. It's kind of working. Well, it's supposed to be a little janky. That's part of the charm. Okay. But I can make it work better despite the <laughs> I jank. I mean, it doesn't have to be stupid jank. It can be fun jank. So, I mean, nobody needs to see the address bar, so I'll cut that out so they can actually read the uh, article. And there we go. That there are so many things I want to say that I absolutely shouldn't. <laughs> Probably safer that way. Uh, so many so many streams could be crossed here. <laughs> and or sniped. But no. But no. Nope. We're not going down that road. No. One hundred thousand percent no. You'll note, sir, that I did not bring that up. You did. Oh, and I'm not even going any deeper than that. That's it. That's all Good. there is to it. <laughs> Get your fucking ankles bitten in that water. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about fucking dangerous? This b- fucking biolabs in the Ukraine. That's baby shit. I don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Biolabs, uh, it's funny that, you know, now <laughs> we've not only admitted they exist, but we've also told how many there are. Yeah. Um, like, if, if we were doing that as a national security precaution before, why the fuck would you admit it now? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, but since, well, they're, you know, since they're on the subject, it'd be nice for them to give us the full fucking number. Yeah, well, you know, they say there's 46. They're, they're peaceful facilities. They're about public health right. and safety, which, that's, to be fair, we have actually thing. talked about this. And right. again, to be fair, a, a fair few of them really are gonna be, and even if they are That's, illegitimate yeah. ones, they're still gonna be doing some of that legitimate work because you gotta have it covered. So, with that being the case, there's also gonna be a lot of these that are doing dual-use technologies because that's just that's just what you do. I mean, when you're in one of the most corrupt nations in the world and You've got uh, the West and the East breathing down your neck. I mean, you uh, you listen well, to whoever pays the bills. it's not just that they're breathing down their neck uh, about, uh, you know, given the war and shit. It's also that they're piling cash into the area. Oh, and had been. For some cash, while. Hardware, I mean, since all, 2014. Cash, hardware, and troops. Cash, hardware, and troops, all three are being plowed into that area. And have been, you know, obviously the whole Crimea thing, etc. It's, it's all that, that, all those resources have been coming in. And, uh, and yeah, the corruption is ridiculous. The fact that we, we piled in an additional $40 billion, and then two hours later, and I'll, I'll repeat this because it's in every fucking time, it, it's just it's irksome now as it was then. Two hours later, after that vote, voted down $48 billion to help uh, struggling United States businesses. Why we won't fucking help ourselves, but we're going to send... All that fucking cash, more than Biden asked for, more than uh, whatever the fuck his name over there asked for, uh, over there. Uh, it's uh, Zelensky asked for. Like just, just what the fuck are we doing? Um, until they until they become the fifty first state, they shouldn't be getting a fucking penny out of us at this point. Yeah, absolutely. We've sent them way too much already. Oh, to to say the very least. We have we have far more than satisfied. Our NATO obligations, were they a NATO member? 
Oh, um, and NATO and NATO actually. member states, right? NATO member states are still exhausting old supplies through Ukraine. Basically, they're laundering old supplies through Ukraine to justify the next armament, the next arm up that they do in response to Russia coming in. The Russia aggression propaganda is going to be pulled again later this year, and then in another two years, just following our election cycles over here, and then their election cycles over in the EU. Uh, so every year at that point over there for them. Oh yeah, they're uh, they've made quite the it's, uh, it's, the boogeyman. It's just gonna be the way they do it. It's, it's the way they justify. It. And again, it's not to say that Russia is not aggressive or not being the asshole here because they are. Um, I don't care what you say about NATO being NATO, blah blah blah. The fact that they invaded a sovereign country like Ukraine, that is on them. That cough. is naked aggression. Cough. But yeah, fair point. Naked aggression. And again, it, it's the thing is, like, we've been doing these proxy wars for the last two decades already. Yeah. With Russia. Well, you know, what? So via, via that's Iran a really good and point, Afghanistan though. and Iraq. I mean, that, that, though, is a really good point. Because even if it's not been against uh, uh, the Soviets, for lack of a better term, I mean, even in Afghanistan, it wasn't even really against them. No, it no, it's that the thing. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is, here's the thing. Is it was Russian assets leading Iranian assets with Chinese capital backing them that came into Iraq and caused the insurgency uprisings that were killing our troops. Oh. Iran vastly expanded their sphere of influence into the Middle East by providing troops. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's, why I didn't, that's why I don't and then also specifically mention Iraq, because Iraq's a clusterfuck, and that's a very complicated problem. That's why I'd mention specifically Afghanistan, well, Iraq, because Afghanistan Iraq has, is totally our fuck-up. That's well, all no, so Iraq Iraq had, had five factions before we showed up and before Russia showed up. Oh, like, sure. That's already a clusterfuck to start with. Oh yeah, no, Iraq was a bad situation. Like just Afghanistan, all around. Afghanistan re- last year, Afghanistan was was uh, was entirely on us, backing out and 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 dropping the ball. And and the leadership change is what allowed that to happen. We we didn't have the big stick anymore. You know, and then you can say, "Oh, but what about the whole Swift thing when it came to using a big stick in another international conflict?" Oh, the Swift thing. Well, right. Thanks for the petro ruble, Joe. Yeah, how's that working out for us? Well, it looks like the dollar's crashing. I mean, at this point, I'm looking at getting a fucking mirror card. If I'm being honest, I'm not fucking. I'm looking at hard assets. Uh, Fuck well, I mean, if I got a mirror card, I can problem. just fucking trade my monies directly for rubles, which are now, well, not yet, actually. They are in the process. They are transitioning to gold-backed. So soon, not only will the petro-ruble be a thing, rubles will be hard-linked to real monetary value. How long, yeah, like so, the last time we had that here in the States was the 70s? Early 70s? Yeah, so uh, seventy six when the the silver and gold standards were completely abandoned. Yeah, and um, I mean, there's a lot of work to that, and it's and it complicates sixty eight things. Sixty eight was when we transitioned. Sixty eight is when we transitioned back to the bimetallic standard. We added silver to the reserve currency system. Um, we had silver notes back in the nineteen teens, nineteen thirties was when we we stopped the silver certificates. I think. Silver, like silver dollar certificates, were a thing for a while, and then they got they stopped being a thing, and then they came back into being a thing again. 
briefly between 68 and 76. And then uh, we just decided to abandon the metal standards altogether to be entirely fiat, which, you know, we'd only looked at every other instance of this happening in history and gone, oh, well, we can do it better. And, uh, and frankly, we are. It has been a significantly delayed hyperinflation, but it's still on the horizon if we don't fucking do something about it. The only reason it hasn't happened is because we accidentally lead our way into making the uh, oil business our backing. The, uh, the fact that the entire planet's energy economy ran on, on uh, our currency as the currency of, of unit on the energy system was the only reason why we were able to maintain it for so long, even with inflation pressures. Um, that's just going to get worse. Oh yeah, no. In, in very I mean, we, with, with two competing, two two new competing uh, uh, reserve currencies, two new competing petro currencies, the uh, ruble and and Chinese yuan. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can are, allow that's, as that's much Venezuelan oil as we like into the market, but that doesn't really change anything. Other well, than so that, so Venezuela is not going to give us bitches. Venezuelan oil is uh, is sweet oil, so sulfur poor um and and that's that's it's it's uh so so i'll put it like this um even though we were a net exporter of oil we still needed some venezuelan oil we still needed some saudi oil um so if, if the oil is too sweet the processes don't work if it's too sour the processes don't work you need a mix of both kind of in there to to get certain components to be within certain uh, ranges for the entire process. I mean, you can you can optimize a process to work around something, some other compositions. Sure. But that means you basically have to build a new process. You don't just kind of get to use the one you already have. So yeah, we do have a lot mix of down, already in place. You mix Across down to get world. to what you need to put it into the process. So while we were a net exporter of energy, I mean, we couldn't just cut off everyone else. That said, we allowed Nord, uh, Nord Stream 2. We just like that. That was you know we, we killed off the pipeline in the U.S. Meaning all of that stuff now has to be trucked. Yeah, uh, we killed the XL pipeline so that the Nord Stream pipe so that the uh, Nord Stream pipeline could live. Right, and then and then we're killing off other pipelines up in the Northeast. Um, it's it's insanity uh, that we're allowing this to happen. Uh, and Biden's doing exactly what he said he'd do, and uh, this is something I saw recently. With people trying to say, you know, don't blame Biden. It's, no, he's he's doing exactly what he said. Yeah, he's keeping he's his promises, cutting, guys. He's he's cutting down the oil industry, and he's trying to replace it with green that doesn't exist yet in in the capacity that we need, and simply cannot provide the energy we need. Well, you know, I can tie this to another very very work. stupid idea that just recently got put into law in California. They've uh, recently adapted a micro stamping requirement for uh, all new pistols, and of course, uh, yes, I, I don't know if you're at all familiar with micro stamping, but it is literally not possible. You can't uniquely micro stamp every single casing that exits well, a here's, firearm. Here's, here's the funny. Here's the funny part here. The going to come out of this. They're also trying to push right now legislation that prevents you from being able to produce guns that are not serialized, uh, serial numbered. Um. 3D how the hell are they going to enforce that? How, how are they going to enforce that? It's not enforceable. Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's yet another feel-good law. It doesn't actually solve the problem. All it does 
is put one more label on a criminal after they've already committed the atrocity. Yeah, you. The alternative, of course, is that it also does turn everybody who has a 3D printer into a potential terrorist. Just want to let you, just put that out there. If you got a lathe at home, if you like, you know, you like making rings and stuff. If you got a lathe, that makes you now a potential terrorist. If they get that law passed. If you got a machine shop, you know, these assholes you might want to go ahead and just uh, it whenever they want. Yeah, you might want to get an FFL, you know, even if you're just a job shop that, you know, works on pipes and No, 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 that's the thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you don't produce, if you don't produce, uh, if you don't put registered serial numbers on on your uh, on your items, on your products, if, uh, if that's a product you're pushing, um, then, uh, then, then they have every right to come in uh, with that law passing and, uh, and take everything you own. As a matter of fact, on that specific note, they're trying to make an example out of a company right now by the name of JSD Supply. I don't know if you're familiar with this. You know, it it just, like, the point here is, like, this isn't like, you know, they're going after, uh, uh, what, federal ammunition or anything. This is like, they're going after just the guy who has a fucking lathe at home or has a shop with a couple of tools in it. These assholes are going to go after the everyday, every, uh, everyday Joe and uh, they, feel, they think this is going to hit them in the polls. They think this is going to be perfectly fine. This is going to become a couple decades of annoying shit that you know we kind of have to process it through SCOTUS and more bullshit that happens in the meantime that we're going to have to deal with to unfuck it. Like every time they pass this shit, it falls apart. You yeah, know, just, just look at look at the fucking freedoms. right. Well, that's what I was going to say is look at the way that they fucked up with the uh, with the um, the gun ban, the ninety four gun ban. Like, that didn't work out for them very well. Um, well the, as a matter of fact, I could argue up. that because of the AWB in 94 and the Gun-Free Schools, uh, uh, Gun-Free Schools Act by Bill Clinton, that ushered in a wave of new violence at a younger and younger age that, that we had ever seen. We hadn't seen school shootings of this variety until, until that act passed. Once you said you can't do it, what do people do when you tell them you can't do it? Yeah. And what do so people it's, it's, that are already highly antisocial and uh, on the verge of being uh, terrorists themselves do when you say you can't do it? Well, aside from saying, Akbar, they, you know, will often uh, act out. Yeah, so... I just like th- this. This shit, if it passes, is gonna like. I don't. So it's it's fucked up because it started off with oh it'll never pass, and then now they've got they're saying oh we've got ten Republican senators on board after negotiations. It's like you don't negotiate this shit. You tell them no. If ten if ten Republican senators are on board, that's ten too many. That's fifty too many Democrats. Yeah, yeah. Quite simply. That's 60 senators, way too many. Yeah, I mean, what they've got going through right now, as a matter of fact, like the list of the 10 things that they're trying to get through, or to break it down anyway, because they've got uh, 10 turncoats and 10 Democrats. They've got this uh, quote-unquote breakthrough on uh, uh, an agreement I mean, on gun the fucking, violence. Whatever. The, uh, the, the House Republicans have voted for this. Not a single one of them should be allowed like all the on all the committees are on that have uh, Republican leadership on them, they should get kicked off. 
right oh, now. Absolutely. Yeah. That I mean, should they be, should, that should face, be a hard pass. They should be looking at the same fate as Liz Cheney. You know, they and again, be they're, they're house numbers, which means they're all party. up. They're house numbers, so every single one of them is up for uh, election this year. Every oh, single yeah. one of them. Not yeah. one of them should be allowed back into that chamber as a Republican. No, of course not. No, if they're going to run, they need to run independent. And I mean, I would that, say the same about the fucking uh, Turtle Mitch. I mean, I I got no issue throwing old Mitch under the bus. I think, frankly, should have driven over him several times by now. Uh, he's um, he is not a tremendously helpful kind of guy. Well, anyway, so I'll give you a quick breakdown on this uh, the one that the uh, that the ten Democrats mm-hmm. and the ten Democrats are working on. We've got uh, funding for states to uh, help pass and implement uh, red flag uh, property confiscation laws that would allow law enforcement to take and destroy your property without... uh, Yeah, by the way, red flag is just stop and frisk squared. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's stop and frisk to a whole other level. I'm not not a fucking fan of stop and frisk. I'm definitely not a fan of fucking red flag. Like, it's, it's... If you are a red flag kind of person, if you're actually, like, a problem... Your ass should be in an institution. Yeah, we have jails, and we have mental no, hospitals. No, 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 not jail. Like we, no, 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 we, no, we have both of these things. If you're a legal risk, because you're just dangerous, we have jails. If your brain is broken, and we can help you, we should. If we can't help you, we can put you where you won't be a danger well, to anyone. We need to bring back asylums, because that's what they were for, was exactly. housing people who really Fuck were problems. Fuck you, Ronald Reagan. Fuck Ronald Reagan in his wrinkly, necrotic ass. Fuck that guy. He did not do a lot for the right. He did a lot for the left. He was he was one of your classic compromisers. He was like, you know what? I'll give up all these things that these people I say I represent stand for so that these people what I uh, say I don't represent. <laughs> I mean, first term Reagan was, was okay in a lot of respects. Yeah, then he uh, then he went to full fucking Hollywood, didn't he? Well, you know, we look at it this way, and we uh, we have Jill Stein. Was it Jill? Uh, no, not Jill Stein. Jill, um, what's the skin suit? Biden. Um, Jill no. Biden uh, was uh, talking to Nancy Reagan just recently. Yes, and was Ed like, D. And was like, you know, I I understand your struggle, and I don't <laughs> know if they really went through a lot more of that, huh? That's a that's a weird thing to say. Was that what kind of struggle is that? Huh? Is it a struggle session or uh, what kind maybe, of struggle are we dealing with? Maybe uh, who knows? Who knows? With the struggle of putting on arm length gloves. Maybe, maybe, maybe the struggle of keeping someone who's standing nearby you from you know trying to bite your pinky fingers during a speech, for instance. Not that not that someone would do that on video. Hey, hey, hey now, hey now. We know it was the dog's fault. It is. It is. That's true. Fuck that It was all the dog's fault. Yep. Champ, you bastard. You did it. Okay, so that's uh, number one. Uh, Then the only (laughs) part of this fucking thing that isn't absolute bullshit, and I know they're going to make it bullshit because that's what they fucking do, is uh, they've put like, I can't remember the exact amount. I think it's either 10 or 20 billion, maybe even up to 30 for uh, funding for mental health and school safety, which includes... Uh, oh, that's all going to go to... You know how it's, it's going to happen, right? Oh, it's going to go to fucking uh, grifters. It's going to get turned into fucking rainbow shit. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like, 
Uh, it's, remember, it's you're not allowed to say there's mental issues involved unless they come to you and say, by the way, I have mental issues, in which case, if you repeat oh, it, do you, you get kicked off Twitter anyway. Oh, you've got mental issues. Oh, you mean you're trans. Because uh, you don't have mental issues. Well, you're actually trans, and so you'll need to transition so that those mental issues will go away. You know, in... Uh, oh, what, so what, it's funny what, how, what how similar in, that uh, is. In 59% uh, situations, we don't hold have up, a, up, a deadly it's, result, it's right? It's funnier. It's funnier because uh, it, you don't realize how similar that is to what goes on in Iran. In Iran, if you're a homosexual, they force transition you. They have, they are on board with transitioning. They are all for the trans population. They, they believe in trans. They are firmly for it. Why? Because if you're a homosexual, they will force you to transition surgically, and then you can go ahead and, and be in your homosexual relationship. Well, they, they fully fucking believe it over there. That is uh, that is a recent advent, and that is something that they are wholly on board with. Never well, going away. I have to say, I had no idea that Iran was such a progressive place. Well, kudos it is to very you. Progressive. They are they are full on fucking board with with uh, that part of the rainbow flag. Unfortunately, well, the rest of it they still fall off a roof. Well, I mean, hey, at least you got options now, right? You know, that's something. Yeah, go under the knife or land on the knife. Hey, yeah, well. You got you got more options than you had last year this time, right? There you go. Small victories. You see, it's sad because they they um because of the technology available over there, and you'd mm. think otherwise with all the very tall spires. Uh, most of the buildings are rather short, and so they pick the they pick the uh, the nice the nice uh, compromise. They go for the third floor uh, uh, tossings. Mm. So that they can keep doing it until you actually die, because you don't die after you get thrown off of the third floor uh, balcony. Oh, instead I you just that... break a whole bunch of bones and you cry about it all the way back up to get thrown off again. Oh, that's. It's only if you land on your neck. You know, that's that's what you gotta kind of hope for. Do the somersault and and uh, try to land forehead on, so you can really pop that cervical spine and uh, and pass out early. But at least they don't necklace you there, right? At least they don't throw a tire full of gas on you and light it. Oh, wow. That's only what the uh, that's only what the Muslims in Darfur do. Oh, that silly dark continent. They uh, and Rwanda and so on. Yeah, they have just got such a uh, such a such an interesting culture down there. All I can say is, no, uh, no I say that. I say I, all that, I can, all I have to, I, I do have to say one thing real quickly, and that uh-huh. is, rest in peace, Rhodesia. God's right. Anyway, you were saying. I, I say that. I say that like uh, you know. I don't mean to just say like, oh, those dirty Muslims, because you know I have plenty of Muslim friends and and that I know, and colleagues and coworkers, and and they're all perfectly normal people. Yeah, you can be modern. Willfully, yeah, they're moderates. That's the thing that's scary, though, is a lot of the people that are involved in the religion are not. And Iran just happens to be a whole country of people that are not moderates. Well, the moderates let's, in, moderates let's in be Iran, realistic. It's um, not the whole country, but it's basically the whole leadership. The moderates in Iran got the uh, whole transition surgery thing to happen. That is the moderate position in Iran. Well, again, I guess I'll, I'll say small victories. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's fucking horrifying. <laughs> every every cloud's got a silver lining. In this case, uh, you know, may, maybe the cloud doesn't have a rainbow coming out of it. Whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's got a it's got a pink and blue lining, I guess. Kind of, not uh, really. It's it's something. It's something. 
Oh yeah, so yeah, we uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's just uh, going off on a tangent from the uh, mental health. Yeah, I'm glad I helped you safety. transition into something else here, huh? Oh yeah, no, we we haven't even finished. We're on to number four, which right. uh, yeah, that that last one that was the only one that I kind of maybe almost support. Uh, the right. next one is to close the quote unquote boyfriend loophole. Uh, that is, yeah, I say, saw that one and I started laughing. So if you're dating somebody quote unquote seriously, as opposed to actually in a verifiable relationship, uh, you can have their human rights revoked and have their property seized. And depending on what state you live in, destroyed, you know, because you might've had an argument, maybe they, you know, just forgot. Yeah, That sounds like a, a serious boyfriend loophole there for me, huh? What the fuck is that shit? Indeed, Fucking indeed. Uh, so there's uh, then there's going to be in, uh, creating a federal law against gun trafficking and straw purchasing. Never mind, of course, that straw purchasing is illegal in every state of the union and Guam. But uh, it, you know, you know, here's the thing. If, now, if it's something that's already illegal in all fifty states, and you want to codify it in federal law, that would cover the rest of our territories. Fine, I get it. That's actually somewhat in keeping with the idea that was all fifty states should oh, yeah. be experimental laboratories. Yeah, I mean, to see now, whether or not if it weren't for the reasonable. fact that it literally was run that way in Guam and Puerto Rico already, currently, so you know. Well, it's, it's the other thing is is I think you know making a federal law fine that'll slow down any kind of reversal and slow down, not stop. So if there is a reversal later on, and we want to for some reason reverse it. Yeah, I'm just saying, this is something that the framers did intend, is for us to be able to do via legislative action these things, whereas the constitutionality of it would be secured by SCOTUS. So if later on we want to reverse these policies and we say, okay, we have to get over this federal hump first, someone brings a suit, and if everybody wants it enough, it goes to SCOTUS. SCOTUS says, okay, federal law unconstitutional, which uh, supersedes and preempts all state law, which means that it becomes fine for everyone at one time. That's fine. That's kind of the way it works. You know, it's, it's, it's going to fall under the... the uh, way it's come to work. I mean, a lot more of it well, really it's fall should under the be states' rights. It's, well, it's, it's, here's the thing. is it falls. That's going to fall uh, between preemption and supremacy clauses. So you have, the, you have the implicit powers clause, right? Which is, you know, states get the right to do whatever the fuck they want if it's not explicitly stated in the Constitution. That they can't. Sure. Or, if it's, sorry, and not explicitly stated the federal government can do it, then the states get the right to do whatever the hell they want, more or less. So, I mean, you gotta, you got to be kind of rocking the boat either way. But again, the whole point of it is to have active conversation about it, have active public engagement towards one end or the other. Well, that was something the framers did want. Congress. Right, this is, this, is why, this is what the framers wanted was to have us to have to be actively engaged in uh, conversations regarding our rights. But in, in the legal setting, not like just a couple of assholes on the internet. Yeah, like, well, there, there's a reason that civics is so very important and uh, seemingly a reason. Yeah, there's a reason why it's, it's a reason why, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people failed it or need to go back and take it 10 or 12 more times. Yeah, most of those people being our leadership. Yeah, a lot of fucking uh, crazy how many there, there are in office who can't fucking uh, 
fucking understand why the uh, Second Amendment was written the way it was. What the hell that uh, that comma means? They're all they're all for the one comma. They uh, they don't fucking seem to want to understand the other one though. Well, there's a really really it's it's perfect. It's simple. It's straightforward. And I'll just uh, I'll just say it for you and everybody listening. That is the right. Uh, I I wasn't phrased. Okay. A healthy breakfast being necessary to the start of a good day, the right of the people to keep and bear food shall not be infringed. To whom does the food belong? Yeah. There you go. Oh, man. No, it's, it's amazing because, like, when I talk to people about this, they keep going on about the militia. I say, okay, who are the people? <laughs> why, are you so, why are you so fucking ignorant about this one sentence? Well, they're caught up in the minutia because they're hoping that they can get something out of that. It's like, well, okay, I guess they are talking about a militia. Do you know what they mean when they say militia? Do you really? Because it means every single able-bodied person that it is a citizen between the ages of 15 and 47, period. Just all It means you. You who is saying you don't like this. That's you. You are throwing away your rights because you don't like them and you can, but you can't throw away mine. So fuck off. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to own a gun, man. Just, uh, it's like, yeah, we know that you, that you, you come, that you hate this. You come shit, crying so. to me about it. Come crying to me about it later saying, why aren't you defending my ass? I get to smile at you and say, cause you don't want me to. Indeed. Indeed. <sighs> so that's gets it's us. Like, uh, if, if we're going to go up against the wall together, you better believe I'm going to be pointing at you and laughing. Right. It's like, hey, buddy, how are you doing? How, where's your rights now, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. What was well, that thing you were trying to tell me about how much, how important the one A is when you don't want the fucking other one to back it up? Yeah. How how did those uh, magazines bans all that? Uh, how'd that help out in San Bernardino? I, know, I wanted I wanted to shoot the commissar coming for you, but gosh darn it, you know, I ran all seven bullets in my magazine, and I had fifty other empty ones. Why? Because bullets were that much more expensive, and I could only get them when they were stamped by the right manufacturer. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a thing. Kind of a thing. And they uh, I, I, I just didn't have... I ran out of ink with my pen when I was uh, filling out yet another background check to get ammo. So, you know, it's it's just a shame that I, uh, I had that boat crash on the Potomac. Oh yeah, that breaks your heart. Real, real, real cry and shame there. Lost all of that stuff that I could have shared with you, but hey, we're here up against the wall now. Oh yeah, it's a party, a jolly party. Oh, it's a grand old party sometimes. <sighs> sometimes, well, yeah, more often than not, even. So that gets us to point five. Uh, we have the. Uh... <laughs> The quote-unquote enhanced background checks for under-21 uh, gun buyers and a short pause to conduct the check. Now, a short pause, that's uh, thats a very innocuous-sounding thing. That is to say, oh, hey, you didn't pass. And uh, we're not... Yeah, well, you know, sure, yeah, there is the whole three days. If you don't pass, we have to let it go thing. We're going we're gonna to do away with that for you if you're under 21 and... Well, what, we just haven't got around to it yet, you know? 
next year. Hey, oh yeah, well, there's a lot of a backlog. There's a lot of a backlog. Sorry about that. Well, we'll get around to it when we can next year. Ah, uh, yeah, it uh, it should come through. Then you turn 21, and oh hey, look, went through. No problem. Look at that. Uh, there is actually uh, the Firearms Policy Coalition is actually currently litigating on that in states. So that might be nullified by SCOTUS decision before it can even become law. Sincerely hoping so. That would be good. And by the way, support the FPC. They are an excellent, excellent organization. They stand up for everything right. They hate the NFA. They want it gone. As an organization, they want not to exist. So, bless their hearts. That is... You could ask for nothing more from a civil rights organization than that they want to no longer serve a purpose. Because I'll tell you what, uh, the yeah. ACLU, they keep finding a fucking purpose. They sure the fuck do. Well, so here's the thing is, is ACLU, they could have a, a long-standing um, mission. Like the uh, the current organization that's coming to replace their asses, which I am so fucking here for. Uh, Fire, if you don't know about them, fucking amazing First Amendment organization, and they are going to their they, uh, their only their purview is uh, long long term been just uh, college campuses. And that'll be but, the uh, fire seeing, dot org. I'll actually put a link for everybody below. Yeah, and seeing it, seeing what they've seen happen with ACLU, etc., they have decided to expand their mission to all Americans. That oh, it's, it's just too much for them to see that shit. Well, it really is. is. Awesome. I mean, the ACLU has basically become the anti-Civil Liberties Union. Yeah. We've got the American Defamation League, the no. uh, anti-Civil no, like, Liberties uh, Union, um, the... Um... The oh, Fire.org, yeah, fire. um, they, uh, they're also, they don't, they don't bat an eye at uh, maintaining their stance. They don't have any hypocrisy issues in that regard. Oh, they're just as likely to... They're just as likely to suggest that, you know, oh, so some, like the some, ACLU used to be. Yeah, they are. You know, when ACLU used to come out and do things like say, well, you know, even this, even this Nazi deserves to be able to speak on the internet. Uh, otherwise, all of us who want to tell him he's a fucking asshole for being a Nazi aren't going to be allowed to. And it's like, okay, I can see your point. Nowadays, ACU is just like, well, you know, the First Amendment's flexible on these issues and it or, really depends on how we feel that day well the aclu comes across like a lot of uh, lefty politicians when they talk about uh, around election time instead of i support yeah. the second amendment but i support the first <laughs> amendment but yeah there's that giant butthole in the dam huh yeah yeah you don't have a finger big enough for that dyke you do not so, <laughs> there we go. There's also going to be... Uh, on tundras. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Phrasing. Okay. So, on that, we'll, there will be a clarification on uh, the phrasing in the FFO <laughs> laws. Uh, there'll be... We don't have any real clarification on this, but what they're wanting to do or is... Or we just don't want you to have guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're trying to, uh, like... And they're going to make it real fuzzy, too. So they're like, well, yeah, you, you did sell a gun and you didn't... Well, and you how didn't big really of a fire register. was Waco, really? Yeah, I mean, it, it's not like David Chipman was literally posing in front of the corpses of charred children. Oh, wait. 
Huh. Well, anyway, um, on that note, do contact your representatives and tell them that David Chipman was a good friend of the uh, new the new potential head for the uh, ATF, and that uh, though he has not been spotted, uh, you know, standing uh, proudly on the corpses of children whom he burned alive himself, unlike his good right. friend, he does support those actions. So you know. look, look now, there were RPGs being fired at helicopters. All right. I'm sorry, there are 50 cows being fired at helicopters, all right? There might have been helicopters in the area, all right? Yeah, well, you know, there were there were things that look, happened. Look, the plot to, back, the plot to Black Hawk Down got mixed up in my memory, all right? <laughs> Listen, who are we to question the wisdom of Janet Reno? Oh, man. Elian Gonzalez. That's who we are. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Oh, man. That fucking, that fucking evil cunt. Yeah. Look, it's okay if we, if we reverse all of our longstanding precedent for this one situation to make Bill Clinton look better. Yeah. Diddler-in-chief Bill Clinton. Six flights on the Lolita Express that are accounted for yeah hey how about that uh that black book that nobody's allowed to see yeah or that that, uh, uh, that client you know there's a lot of stuff that gets leaked out of the courts these days a whole fucking lot but you know what well, why not this i have yet to see uh that maxwell client list i've heard it's mighty fucking salacious mighty salacious but uh yeah that one doesn't leak we can we can have a leak of Trump's tax report saying that oh look this, this motherfucker oh shit he he look, made no, two point no, one three billion and not two point five billion like he said ha ha ha. Well, my favorite on that one is uh, is Matt Al getting all excited to show that he paid more taxes than fucking she did. Look at this rich loser paying more of his taxes than me. Oh my god, these people are fucking insufferable, truly. Yeah. Well, anyway, let me give you the names of the uh, the uh, ten rhinos, so that uh, if you're in any of these states, you can make sure. And... No, we're not, we shouldn't call them. We shouldn't call them rhinos because not, they're not Republican in name only. They're fucking American in name only. Fuck mm. these assholes. Oh, well, that doesn't roll off the tongue. I know so that right. doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Yeah, but yeah. it's still they're fucking un-American pieces of shit. Not truly. So, that being said, that do make note. John Cornyn of Texas, uh, Tom Tillis of North Carolina, Roy Blunt of Missouri, Richard Burr of North Carolina as well, Bill Cassidy out of Louisiana, Susan Collins from Maine, unsurprisingly, Lindsey Graham of yeah. South Carolina, also utterly <laughs> unsurprisingly, Rob Portman, uh, Mitt Romney, 100,000% unsurprisingly, uh, Utah, and Pat Toomey, of course, because... Uh, for some reason. You know what I didn't hear? You know what I heard none of? Florida. Hmm. That's right. Ah, no Florida in there. Interestingly enough. And of course... Well, in uh, Texas, they know it. How the fuck did John Cornyn fucking get on that list? What a dipshit. Yeah, quite the idiot. Well, I'll have a link to uh, the Truth About Guns article with all this for everybody below if they want to read up on it some more. It's uh, it's really stupid. Like these people are uh, uh, they're 
they're pretty astounding. You know, what was it? We had, uh, like the, the same, the same groups of people. What is it? Uh, a few weeks ago saying it's absolutely and completely fine and reasonable to commit the federal crime of trying to influence a federal judge. And then someone with a crowbar and I think some fucking ether and some zip ties and a gun and a knife and some uh, pepper spray or something <laughs> goes to one of these judges' houses and they're uh, like, oh, well, that, well, that's not good. So he turns himself in. And then, of course, you know, people are back out there the next fucking day breaking the federal crimes. Of course, you know, with the Department of Justice being what it is, they've got other more important things to worry about, like all the white nationalists that are doing all the terror. Sip. So, uh, I hope everybody is uh, geared up for a interesting summer, especially as we're looking at the outcome of Roe. And, uh, you know, how all these people will be terribly, terribly upset that well, I'll we say this now. The 19th even, or some fucking thing. Even with prices, even with prices the way they are, you should you should go ahead. You know, check over your stock, rotate stock as you need to to pull stuff out as you need to, freshen stuff up, find out what you have, what you need, and what you don't have. That's true. Yeah, get that stuff sorted. Get yourself your six months preparation ready to go. Um. You know, have your have your long term store, your short term store, and your on your on hand stuff in your pantry. Get all that stuff squared away uh, this month, because next I mean, we, next year is gonna be fucking god awful. Like I'm just saying to get this stuff checked out now and to start rotating your stocks through, because you're gonna need to pick up as you need to, even with prices the way they are. It's not gonna be nearly as bad as it'll get. And on that, uh, I'm not like saying I, I don't. This is not gonna be like shit hits the fan territory. I don't think we're gonna get to that point. But like, prices aren't coming down anytime soon, so you got to kind of live with it as it is. And you should have that buffer so that when winter comes around and post winter prices stay high or go higher due to bad uh, yields from this year, you're not caught out of nowhere. So, you know, ro- get that rolling rotation going so that you can have stuff ready to go and still be six months sufficient come, like, February or March next year, uh, let alone this time next year. Yeah, unless, of course, you're uh, somehow one of our Eastern European listeners, which I think we actually have. Maybe. But anyway, <laughs> uh, in which case, you're basically fine. Your life has not changed other than it's a little bit more difficult to get some, not all, but some American goods. The rest, also, you know, keep your home gardens, um, and, and not even like Victory Garden or any of that kind of shit. I mean, like you should have a home garden anyway, not as their primary source of, of food necessarily, but supplemental stuff, uh, the stuff to round off your your meals for your veggies and fruits, all perfectly growable in a home garden. You don't need much space to do it. Oh, actually, and, and on that specific note, uh, let me get a yeah. link to a really good YouTube channel, a guy by the name of Curtis Stone. Mm-hmm. Curtis Stone, oh, so, urban uh, farmer. Um, he actually started his stuff off, ooh, I want to say in like Ottawa or some shit, like in an actual 
You got apartment. two channels. And so there's, there's a, um, Epic a Gardening guy. is also good for urban. So for urban gardening, Epic Gardening is also good. And then there's a, um, what the hell is the guy's name? I used to, I've watched this shit so much. Uh, I'll put a copy to that as well. Oh, so Epic Gardening, uh, that guy does, like, his, one of his things was Dragon Fruit. He, which is a, a funny, a fun little series. Um, that's that's a really slow yielding plant though. That's like seven years. I wouldn't recommend you doing that one if you're uh, if you're mobile. Yeah, if you're wanting to get well, I would say honestly, take a look at uh, at Curtis Stone's setup. If you have, if you've just even got Ooh, a home, because one of his most viewed videos is uh, when he had his small setup that was basically on. Here's another one. Essentially, it was the size of like two ranch houses and their two backyards. And he was uh, on a total of a quarter acre, making about a hundred thousand a year on his crops. So, so uh, self-sufficient me is another good one. This guy's out of Australia. Um, his 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 uh, videos regarding plants um, are pretty good. The fertilizer stuff he does is pretty good, and the raised bed stuff he does is really good. Uh, if you wanted to do uh, hugel culture, which is where you like take stumps and shit and you put it into a raised bed and you use that to act as a long-term, uh, like several seasons long fertilizer, uh, he does good videos on that kind of stuff. Uh, how to keep a raised bed and how to how to rotate through on it. What kind of fertilizer to put in and compost. Uh, if you're gonna do like uh, wood chip mounds, he also has some stuff on that. Um, so self-sufficient me is good if you have like more space uh, for urban gardening. Um, epic gardening is. Uh, is a good one. Uh, he, you know, they're all they're all folksy YouTubers and so on. But at the same time, they got good uh, good advice that they're giving out. And on that, I'll add another link. This one is going no. to be something where you're going to either need to be an engineer or have the money to get the final product. But if so, I'll put a link to the Real Martian, and he's he's actually made a product. It is a grow pod. That is about the size of two or three high school lockers. And and it is a self-contained ecological system that will be putting out food on the regular for you that you can just buy and have. And it's and it's a self-sustaining system. It's mostly automated. So you just do the trimming and mm. and there you go. It's, oh yeah, uh, so um another thing to put out there is that if you're looking for things that will just kind of grow um, pepper plants and tomato. Oh, I hate tomatoes. I fucking hate tomatoes, but pepper plants, tomatoes, squash. Um, these are the kind of plants that will grow. Basically, if you've got an, like, if, if you just got a bunch of food scraps, you know, throw them in a bin kind of thing. Um, you don't even have to compost stuff down necessarily. To just put it put it under the soil and it'll the soil will settle down into it as it grows if you have like a um, like a little planter bed or a pot and I mean I've done this with parsley and as well parsley loves using par uh, if you use parsley as the fertilizer for it like shit you not um, it grows perfectly well in parsley so all the all the stuff you pull off that's no good you just chuck it right down back underneath it on top of the soil in the pot. And it, it grows fantastic just on that. So I mean, just little things like that will will come back. Um, you know, the pepper plants, squash, uh, tomatoes—they'll grow in just about anything. Uh, if you have um, 
you have a septic system that you uh, use at your house. Um, you know, they, as they say, the shit always grows tall. Uh, shit always uh, grows more under the watershed. Um, that's the uh, the grass is always greener on the other side of the hill, kind of thing. By the way, if you didn't realize the where that kind of came from, it wasn't just from those roaming around. It's also from that's where the watershed grows. Uh, sorry, goes. Hmm. Oh, funny that. Yeah. So look for the look for the tall grass, and you can uh, you know don't dig too deep, <laughs> but you can put plants on top of it. Sure, that's fair. But again, don't dig too deep because you'll find something you don't want to, and then you'll have an expensive repair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Also, look for signs. Those are usually available, at least here in the States. <laughs> Elsewhere, out in the country, or in uh, Europa, Stan, who knows? But uh, you know, if you're in the States. Well, I mean, so also, um, if, you have a, if you have a gutter system for your house, um, so, you know, rain and so on, um, you know, if, if you can, you direct that towards, uh, towards a, a certain area. So you have a, a water field, or sorry, a drainage field. So wherever the drainage field is for your house, um, if you build up a little bit within that area, so you, you slightly raise the ground. You don't have to do a full raised bed, but if you slightly raise the ground, uh, then you can, uh, you, can, you can get really good nutrient runoff from just the rain, for example, as an additional boost. Um, you know, rain barrels used to be a thing. That's just kind of where that goes, but without having to have a barrel involved. You got your plants out there and you water them regularly anyway. This is just a way to get um, any and again, it's not much in the way of nutrient. It's it is it's something, but it's not much. So it's not going to be like oh, you can fertilize your plants with rainwater. No, no, but I mean it'll be giving them some uh, added nutrients that can yeah, serve. a little bit of added nutrient. All the stuff that settles in the roof, all the dust and and stuff that that settles in the roof. Um, uh, microflora that settles in the roof as well. So the the microbiota within the um, Within the soil, it's important. So, um, the mycophora, that would be the um, the mycelia that, that connects your plants together and uh, helps redistribute the nutrient among the roots. Uh, so, the fungal growth within the soil really does matter a lot. And one of the ways to introduce a lot of uh, unique mycophora without um, without necessarily putting in all the bad stuff uh, is to get the stuff that's kind of long-term flowing through the air, and that lands on roofs, and you can uh, get a kind of concentrated mix of that just by running all the roof water over towards your garden area. Again, uh, again, just see very clear here, you're not getting any kind of fertilizer replacement out of this. If you're using um, rooting mixtures to uh, to boost the, the um, mycelia in the soil, this is not a replacement for that either. But it's it's a think of it as a soil supplement. Yes, there you go. It's 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 at best supplemental. The most thing that you're going to get out of it is water. That's what you want most is, is the excess water. But yeah, bas- basically you're getting uh, you're getting <laughs> really good water for your plants. You could say yeah, it's 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 the difference between spring water and deionized water. I'll put it like that. Yeah, there you go. So if you'll uh, take a look there at the staff chat, I've uh, dropped the uh, hmm. article that uh, we talked about a moment before we got on the air. So this is something that had been bandied about, but there hadn't been any real uh, like hard. I mean, this is they're a thing. buying the fake certificates. That's great. Yep. These uh, these assholes. Yeah. Well, now we know why uh, Etsy didn't want you selling them. 
Because uh, I mean, these guys the were getting them. But the funny thing is, it still it, takes a doctor to fill the shit out. Well, here's the thing, though. It, uh, the card. So I, I told you about the fake card that I made. Oh yeah. Here's the thing. In the U.S., a vaccination card is a personal health document. It has nothing to do with a public service of any kind. If someone asks you for it and you voluntarily show it, that is on you. But as, pr- as far as proof of vaccination goes, that card isn't necessarily the proof of vaccination. Uh, proof of vaccination is provided by the service provider, not by you. The fact that people were willing to take it as a proxy, that was actually really stupid. It wasn't illegal, but it was stupid. Um, yeah, I mean, never mind anybody it's just a little piece of green paper that literally anyone can fill out. Yeah, I mean, all you would... No, no, like, there's plenty of people cards. that are photocopying the fucking things. So so the cards, the uh, the forms to make the... So it's a personal health form, but the card itself is it comes on a PDF. You can print the thing. And I actually successfully printed several on home printer um, using cardstock paper, and it was basically identical to the real thing. Then I went ahead and I, uh, I found a printing company that would finally allow me to do it. Uh, Zazzle, fuck you for this, because there's no crown copyright in the U.S. And they cited copyright as the reason they denied me, mm-hmm. which is wrong. That's, uh, that's actually that is a very wrong answer to give. So, um, But I, I found a company. I won't divulge it because I don't need uh, people hoarding in on my joke. Um, but I extended out the card. I think I sent you a picture of it. Oh, yeah. I extended out. Actually, yeah, you saw that. So I made a really tall card, uh, vaccine card, and I, I you know, double-sided it because you want the thing to look real. <laughs> I got a pack of fifty. I got a pack of fifty of them. You know, I've, I've distributed them amongst friends and family, and it's it's a hilarious joke. But nobody in their right fucking mind would take it that seriously. The thing is, one of these assholes might have tried to. Do, so if the same kind of situation going on over here was the same as what was going on over there, and it's not. Uh, no, over there, this is a very different situation than that. Yeah, like, this they would have, is people these, of power and privilege <laughs> that are exercising yeah. that power and privilege yeah. over all of us. Etsy, Etsy would have had limited influence over here because, again, you can print these things at home, um, and and you don't have to have like some jackass with a with a, a special stamp give you the stamp of approval. Over there, you've got all kinds of of uh, other little additions and security features necessary for you to uh, get past the uh, the security firewall, so to speak, and get your, your little uh, stamp of approval. And, but these assholes, of course, and again, it's the, the entire dynamic is these people don't believe the rules apply to them. They don't. Absolutely. And they never will. Well, and the so thing about the it is, of it. when and any... Well, well let, me, let me pause you for a quick second on that note, yeah. because there's something to be said about that that I've heard said by people of privilege and wealth, and that is, if a crime carries only a monetary penalty, then it is not a crime for the wealthy. Yeah. It's merely a tax. It's a barrier to entry. Yeah. It, it's just, oh, I have to pay this this tax? That, oh, that's, that's what this costs? Okay. And so they pay it and go on with their lives. Well, the same thing goes on with businesses. I mean, you look at certain businesses that get fined in millions or rake in billions. They don't give a flying fuck about the fines. Yeah. We've seen the uh, startup of Fight Club, you know? It's all cost-benefit, man. It's all cost-benefit analysis at the end of the day in a lot of these businesses. And it's utterly dehumanizing and horrifying. Oh, yeah. But that's been the same state since, uh, you know, man invented machine. As soon as you can get something that can do the work of... 
I don't know. I mean, we could all probably take that all the way back to the the first enslaved. We can argue it further back. You know, we can argue it further back. But again, if you make a machine that can do the work of multiple men, then why do you need the men? And that's that is the dehumanization of labor, right there. Which is probably in the in the end, uh, finally, a good thing to dehumanize labor because then you don't need labor force. You can just enjoy the fruits of it. But no, until we get true. to that point, until we get to the point where everyone can enjoy the fruits of that labor without having to participate in it, that's kind of the problem. Um, to uh, completely fuck over the little man so that you can walk around uh, in your sports car. I'm uh, sorry, after you got out of your sports car with your uh, your trophy wife in tow, get your ass into a club and then uh, spread COVID to everybody else. You know, little details. Yeah, or, you know, if, uh, for instance, you're William Randolph Hearst and, you know, somebody does invent a brand new technology that could completely revolutionize the industry that you're... You know, uh, an absolute uh, magnate, and uh, you know, we could maybe say Robert Baranov, and you know, you you say, oh, well, then we'll destroy that, and we'll make what you are trying to do completely illegal. In the case of William Randolph Hearst, we have uh, a new technology that was invented, uh, much like the cotton gin that Eli Whitney made. That was uh, it. It absolutely revolutionized the clothing industry. You now have access to cotton a wonderful material for making clothing at the time i got truly superior but there was a lot of work to get to it and then this new machine well it threatened to make printing utterly sustainable i I mean even today still we could do such a thing but we're so set in our ways of cutting down trees that we don't but uh but that magic invention it uh it processed hemp trees are cheap trees trees are cheap Let's not get into the getting rid of trees thing, because that's just... Oh, no, trees are cheap, and that's why it was such an easy thing to do. But do you know what else is cheap? Fields of hemp. And that's that's what was was proposed. That was the machine. They had... There was finally a way to process those long fibers into something that'd be uh, good for making... Here's the thing. Short fibers for paper. Hemp hemp is perfectly fine as a plant for growing out these kind of fibrous materials and, and it's really seriously annoying that it's um, so it's a person in my group I uh, was working on uh, incorporating cellulosic nanocrystals so CNC's uh, into her work which already involves uh, carbon nanotubes so CNT's and, uh, and long carbon fiber uh, materials so this is a multi-scale composites um, project she was working into. And, you know, the, the thing is, it's it's crazy. Uh, so CNC is being incorporated into uh, into uh, plastics. This goes all the way back to Henry Ford, who created, um, who used it to make a panel for a vehicle. And his demonstration was taking a baseball bat to it and having it bounce the bat right off. There you go. As, as opposed to shattering other materials, he made a clear plastic panel, bounced it off, and said, you know, ta-da, vehicles of tomorrow will be able to spring back into shape. You'll never have to worry about crashing again, et cetera, et cetera. More and more um, advertising bullshit. But point was pretty sound, and it was interesting because the source of the uh, CNCs for the project was potentially going to be the waste material from another project on campus that was working with hemp um, plants. You don't say. I don't say, yeah, this this is actually, uh, yeah, so this is like, they just kind of happened to have all this fibrous material. They said, look, we've got the lignin, um, we've got this uh, lignin-rich cellulosic uh, waste, 
Um, if yeah, you guys and, are looking for sure CNCs, that, uh, they've got no use got for it. I imagine they're doing some sort of CBD related study. Well, they were, they had some other so they had uh, some some work they were doing on isolation of uh, cellulosic nanocrystals, oh. and they uh, they had a procedure they had worked out, and so they said, hey, we've got these CNCs left over. We got you know some we got pound quantities of it, and you guys do pound quantity studies over there. Uh, we don't have any way of producing more, but if you wanted to get pilot work done to secure funding for a new round and maybe get a grant out of this, then you've got some we got the stuff to source you out uh, to get started with. Cool. So, yeah, we got like, a couple pounds of CNCs out of this, which is you know, so they had already treated all of the materials and they basically they were doing they had stuff they had they had waste to work with and they worked on the waste and got these CNCs and they were looking for a way to make them useful. Hmm. And uh, we happened to be ready to go. Of course, the downside is that nobody was allowed to go anywhere near the um, the source material for it because that was all federally controlled. Oh, uh, actually, a quick well, note on that. Any of the procedures. Um, that was the problem. <laughs> well, let, let me pause you quickly because I've got something of note on that specifically. The Ninth Circuit Court just ruled, uh, because uh, this would have probably been before hemp was like legalized uh, federally, but the Ninth yeah. Circuit has basically backed that up to say that any extraction or any process with that CBD or that hemp, that is not what is to be looked at. It is to look at only the source material. So if it's processed, if it's put into food, if it's purified, that doesn't matter. Only the original flower is the matter of note and import, which really protects a lot of producers. Yeah. So, by the way, it had nothing to do with CBD. No, no, no. Um, I, but, the original project, but, I mean, the original project had to do with... Um, with industrial hemp. It was... The original project had to do, I think it was that there was, uh, uh, they were doing a study on some viral propagation and some sort of uh, resistance or using it as a drug platform. Uh, so the idea being that the same way that um, one of the major benefits of the tobacco industry, by the way, is that it's, I think this is what they're kind of trying to go for is to develop an alternative platform, um, is that tobacco plants are a fantastic platform for uh, biological studies, so they're they're very good uh, materials to um, to do a genetic modification of. So for you know your basic knockout studies, that kind of thing. Uh, so but also we could for make uh, tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is that tobacco has same way we have like you know the glowing green bunnies in some labs, those kind of famous pictures. Sure. Uh, glowing green tobacco is probably what came before that. Um, tobacco has been used in a lot of, and, and part of this was to make Philip Morris look better, but part of this is because there's so fucking many of these plants, and you can do large-scale studies, and the tobacco manufacturers are perfectly happy to take the experimental waste and turn it into cigarettes. So you're not, like, losing product if you do, like, a million plant studies. Oh, wow. So you can get a cool, smooth, radioactive smoke? That sounds delicious. Hey, I said glowing green. That was fluorescence, not radioactivity. Oh. Could have been radio fluorescence, but you never know. Oh, so you're getting <laughs> but, oh, even better. It's a mystery uh, smoke. Right. No, but, but again, uh, you can take a million plants, do an experiment on a million plants, and because billions of plants are processed every single year, a million plants is a really small amount of plants okay. uh, for the tobacco industry. So they're perfectly happy to bring in academic dollars 
and industry dollars from other industries to do experimental work with tobacco plants. And hemp is similarly uh, amenable to a lot of different, um, a lot of different uh, biological studies and and uh, pharmaceutical studies, uh, the same way tobacco is. So the farm industry is very interested in this as well, um, and it, and for good reason. Again, plenty of plants available without any of the major downsides as far as the waste goes, because the waste is literally a downstream product. Um, as long as it's not like going to harm a customer, they, and you can verify this by you know doing a, a subsequent study on the waste materials. Um, as long as it's not going like, to harm the customers and it doesn't harm the quality of the product, it's just more feedstocks for the product at the end of the day. So it's, it's much less of a concern. And again, um, if, you, if you screw up a million plant study and it becomes a toxic hazard, it becomes hazardous waste, you just burn it. You know, throw it in the incinerator and it's done. Uh, you didn't do anything besides waste some guys, like half of some guy's day. Yeah, and he's getting paid anyway, so it all works out. Exactly. So, so again, it's 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 a very good platform, largely from the size of the industry that is using it. So, um, with the way that hemp and marijuana have been going, I, there have been some. It's funny. There have been there's been some phenomenal biological uh, work that's been done, uh, significant advances in in, uh, in plant um, studies, largely from the, uh, the uh, marijuana platform as well as the hemp platform. Oh yeah, it's um, kind of funny. It's it's much similar to how porn has kind of driven a lot of technological innovation. Yeah, except it's it's not like you know the whole clip sucking action thing. Um, <laughs> True. God, I I, I feel bad because Stephen isn't here to hear that one. That's a shame. That's a loss. <laughs> uh, I hope he's doing well. Yeah, yeah it's it's there. it's for such. There's such large platforms, and and they they really are useful. Uh, like I said, the whole CNC thing, the fibrous content being able to be produced into uh, into a, a effectively something like carbon nanotubes that can re that can structurally reinforce uh, polymeric resins. So, your um, you know your your Ferrari doors that are made out of uh, uh, glass reinforced nylons, you know it could be you could have a hemp version of that. And CNCs are the strength to weight ratio is is pretty significant. Just to make this clear, like there's a reason why there the reason why it's being sought after isn't so that someone can smoke pot. It's literally because there's a structural reason to put it in there. It is strong stuff. And uh, so one of the things I suggested to somebody, we'll see if it ever comes to fruition. I hope it does. You know, and, and people out there who are definitely not me take note of this. I suggested it in the car ride back from uh, from doing some work with NASA. Um, you know, just imagine taking viscose, which is the uh, the stuff that you make into you take cellulose, you dissolve it, it becomes a stuff called viscose, mm-hmm. um, and then you 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 process that and it becomes rayon, for example, which is synthetic cellulose. Now it's called synthetic cellulose, but all it is is dissolved and reprecipitated cellulose. It's not actually synthetic. The the cellulose you put into it could be synthetic. Because, but the end product is just cellulose. Hmm. Um, but it's been precipitated back out of solution. So what I said was, okay, so take this viscose stuff. The CNCs are partially soluble, the, at least the outside edges. If you want to get good interfacial adhesion between the uh, the matrix, the softer matrix and the hard CNCs, put the stuff 
put the you know make making the same stuff um, basically precipitate rayon with CNCs in it, and it'll be like spider silk where you have the hard proteins and the soft proteins that are more springy. Hmm. You can make synthetic spider silk that way, basically out of plant fibers. And the guys like, do you tell anybody this? Is that I just told you I made this shit up in the car. Hmm. Well, if you're listening, so, there's, your, was, there's your million dollar idea. It's not transparent aluminum, but it'll be pretty good. I haven't seen anything results of it in uh, in literature yet. So I mean, I, and and here's the thing is, if I, I'm I know I'm not like the smartest person in the world. I know I'm smart enough to be like one of the idea creators out there, but I also haven't seen anything in literature hoover this idea up. So, um, you know, even if it's not patentable, it's still going to be something that would push product if you came up with a use for it later. You know, that's kind of the nudge, nudge, hint in on that one. You don't have to rest on your laurels coming up with the great ideas. You just have to actually execute them. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of uses hey, for synthetic spider silk out there. I, I have zero doubt I, that uh, the industry would If you're allergic want to spider it. silk, but you're not allergic to paper, then maybe that would help out if you're sewing up someone's skin, right? There you go, yeah. Never mind uh, ready okay, access Okay, the way to... I phrased that was kind of backwards, but you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if, if you have, you know, the surgeon doesn't have to be the one that you worry about the allergies for unless it rubs through their glove and kind of gives them some contact dermatitis. I'm I'm sure anybody listening. Is Which case? Oh, boo hoo! Just finish the fucking procedure, man. Put on a pair of gloves and a pair of panties. Yeah, like why? Why are you not wearing gloves in the first place? Oh, speaking of wearing hey, gloves, you could um, be the field. Uh, oh yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoever was responsible for this one made sure to wear gloves. So, oh um, boy, yeah. Out of uh, the Daily Mail, uh, we've got sad, oh, sad news that a friend of the Clintons has. Uh, taken his Oops. own life by shooting himself in the chest and hanging himself from a tree. So Oh, that we, happened, huh? Another suicide, another Arkansas? You wouldn't say. Yeah, it's it's so sad. It's it it just now, brings to mind Vincent one... Foster and uh, Seth Rich, you know? So this this one would not be the one that just uh that just uh confirmed that the entire Russia Gate thing was Hillary's idea in court now, right? That Actually, guy no. had like you know the kind of proof that would would uh, prevent him from getting murdered. What didn't he? Uh, he would have had such evidence. So of course, no, it would not be that individual. In this case, Very it would be um, it would be someone who is related to uh, releasing some Epsteinian uh, content. Ooh. Yeah, he's as a matter of fact, he's uh, the guy who admitted Jeff himself into the White House on seven separate occasions. How about that? Now, speaking of speaking of gloves, um, I told you last time that I'd have I'd have more time to have thought about a couple of a pair of documentaries, if you will. Oh. Um, so there was uh, there was the What Is a Woman documentary, but the mm-hmm. uh, the gloves kind of come in with the Two Thousand Mules documentary. Now, or, now I'll call it a documentary. Now it's it's. Yeah, fair enough. I've watched the whole thing through. It started off as being uh, more of a, an ad for Dinesh uh, than, it, than it seemed to be uh, anything that wasn't um, him directing conversation in a very fucking suspect way. Sure. Um, but it's all the hokey shit, which takes about a half an hour. Ridiculous. He starts to actually talk about evidence. And again, okay. you know, I, I saw where last time he, he said it's, you know, in 15 minutes he was able to present it. 
I say, okay, I'll give him, you know, I'll, let's see if there's actually 15 minutes of content here. There's about a half hour, so a half hour, 45 minutes of shit worth watching in that docu. Wow, that's pretty fair. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. I would not fucking pay a cent for seeing that thing. Um, I think that his grift is kind of fucking his entire uh, information dissemination scheme. I mean, it's completely. better than Q, but yeah, go on. The guy's, the guy's got so much baggage on him that nobody wants to pay to see his shit, but he wants to push it so hard. It's like, dude, just do what Matt Walsh did and put that. find a way to get somebody to put that shit out there for free for you. Yeah. yeah put you know, put it on fucking Discord or something. Or, or put sections of it up in... Uh, put it up on Odyssey right. here. Like, right where we are but right now. But you see, the problem is, right now, as it stands, you have to get a fucking subscription to... Uh, uh, to Whatever the fuck his face is, um, um, to Shapiro's thing, uh, uh, and, and Daily Wire, yeah, and and I I can I can see the utility in driving your audience there, but at the same time, um, he's losing a lot of mind share, losing a ton of it by fixing himself to a platform like that, a sign up on a platform. Yeah, twenty dollars on there. Yeah, if that's uh. Yeah, if you could put up an ad-supported version or something, man, or like some ad-supported noteworthy I, Look, it's been, it's been long enough now where you've definitely made the money that you're going to make from this thing if you're really considering it like that. I mean, you could make more by by not paywalling it right now. Make so much more by well, not paywalling it. You know, I or, can, or better yet, I can do provide what, you with an what, excellent um, analogy to that, actually. Do what Louis C.K. did. Do what Louis C.K. did. Make it like make it five or ten dollars. People will pay you five or ten dollars to see this. I would have paid five dollars to see this. I'll put that. I would have paid five bucks. Ten dollars pushing it. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, or say you know release uh, it at the you know we got this pre order thing. You can see it early. It's going to cost you extra. Or if you want to wait, well, well, a lot of what uh, YouTubers are doing these days, uh, like um, yeah, car car channels and racing channels that run their own like events they'll do the event it's on a pay-per-view thing like uh yeah yeah like uh you know, like a a wrestling event would be and then you know in a week or a month or whatever they just upload it here you go uh idubs I mean, his uh, recent boxing thing he uh i think yeah. he kept it down for a month and kept it exclusive and then just uploaded one month is about right one month is is about the uh sweet spot on those um, maybe three weeks to a month. Oh, sure. But the uh, the point I was actually going to make wasn't even that. There's a movie yeah. that um, it was just a little indie darling. That A great movie put together on a shoestring budget, but by a bunch of really, really passionate people. Movie's called Ink. It's lovely. Really, uh, just an excellently written, excellently acted. It's They did every single thing you can with the amount of money they had. And it ended up uh, on the Pirate Bay. And the uh, yeah. the people that were responsible for it, you know, the production company was like, hey, if if you want to see our movie, just see our movie, however you however you can. Yeah, that will drive sales like crazy. And it did. It did. As a matter of fact, it got them into awards uh, ceremonies and it got it an actual theater run. And it yeah, did great, and it's turned into a cult classic. By the way, go see Ink. It's a lovely film. It's it's a good so, story with like a a happy ending yeah. that'll even make like a hardened son of a bitch like me uh, shed a, a, a half a tear. So anyway, I saw Two Thousand Mules. Yeah, and um, and they show good evidence. I think that uh, that people should be 
wary. And again, I, and we, we come back to this, you know, how do you how do you approach this? Do you spend all of your time recriminalizing or relitigating the 2020 election, or do you focus on future elections? And the people keep saying, well, if you don't look at 2020 or you let it go, then the next one's going to be worse. It's like, well, okay, well, can we like at least learn some of the lessons from 2020 and make all the shit that we see that is a problem explicitly illegal and then remain hyper vigilant for it the next time? Can we not just do something like that? Instead of instead of going, oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but Trump, etc. Can we just say, okay, forgiving that part, let's focus on these motherfuckers who are doing all the bad shit. Have we arrested them yet? Can we arrest them? Were they breaking the law? If not, what law can we write to prevent the thing they did instead of just making the thing they did illegal? Yeah, well, we've seen how much uh, some laws because will Because right now, from... you see this... Yeah. I was going to say, the gun, the gun argument is a great one as a parallel here, because you see how they just want to make things, they want to make doing a gun crime extra illegal after the fact. They don't want to actually prevent the gun crime. Oh, God forbid, no. If they prevent the crime, then they don't have a corpse to stand on as a soapbox. Exactly. So again, when I, when I look at this stuff with the 2020 elections, and I say, okay, 2022 is coming up. We have all this. We have this, this bag of evidence here. We've got. We've got. You know, they they say they've got some ridiculous number of hours of these people doing stuff. I think a better move on their part would have been just releasing video of people stuffing ballot boxes. They've got all this video. They know where and when these people were. They have video of these same people at multiple locations doing the same thing on multiple days. Just release video. Video person A. Person A doing stuff for 45 minutes. Video of person B. Person B doing stuff for an hour and a half. Video of person C. Person C doing stuff for half an hour. Whatever the amount of video you have of these individuals, if you have a specific person that you have video of that you can make into a lengthy video, just put it up on YouTube. And then or the data that, of this you know, person to Odyssey it. or wherever. I, I mean, would, we, have I think, to be, we have to be realistic. Yeah. Maybe you can't put it on YouTube. To be I fair. Th- well, here's the thing. I think you can put that on YouTube because I think if you don't say anything, if you don't have Dinesh D'Souza pontificating for a fucking hour in the middle of it, then you could just put it up. Yeah, and you, all, you, don't have to, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to say anything at all. All you have to do is show it. This is the kind of thing that you don't have to say squat about. Just show the people. These are the people fucking you over. Now, that being said, you and I both know that those videos will get struck down. Sure. But that in and of itself (laughs) would also be helpful because let's be honest, every time this shit happens and they make a big stink about it, people hear about the big stink. Streisand effect. Absolutely, my man. Absolutely. It's it's the thing I was saying before. Like I'm all, you know, get your payday, get your check, man. I absolutely believe that at the same time. I think that if your conviction is for the good of the country instead of for the good of your pocketbook, you should also make that clear. Because you can't lie about that. This is where I have problems with Dinesh D'Souza. He talks a big game about it being important and for the country and so on. And then he says, you know, basically, buy my book at the end of that. You know, go sign up for Daily Wire to watch the movie. Um, yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. It just, it, it, here's the thing. If, if, you, if you got a part of it that would entice people to do that, you say, look, this is the important part. This is all you need in order to get the point across, and I'm giving this part to you for free. 
the rest of it you have to go and sign up for. I would have been okay with that. Or, you know, a little They say bit. they have maybe not everything. They say they like have, here's here's some video from just one spot. If you want to see all the other ones. Well, they say they have they have thousands to millions of hours of footage. I think you can clip one person's day. And they, and they, they the way they limit it was they had to have somebody who went to multiple NGOs and went to multiple drop boxes routinely, like at least ten. That's how they got the two thousand mules number. They had people who went to at least ten drop boxes routinely, at least ten drop boxes, at least four NGOs. Right, and that's that's an insane number. Oh yeah, that's, no, that that's, is like that's horrifying. And that's two thousand among the small selections. That's not even the entire country. Yeah, that's now they're saying that's they're, in they're just saying these, they have these uh what uh, battleground areas. Yeah, with four states, five states, and 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 only in the metro areas. Yeah, not, not like even state. statewide. Just in like these specific noteworthy metros, because they had to be very limited. Because they got trillions of uh, of of data points for the uh, the the geofencing they did. So fine, fair point and all. But if you got thousands to millions of hours of of video cor- corroborating the geofencing data you've got. All you have to do is show in a video the video of the person going to the locations and then the geofencing data showing them going between places in the corner. And then just swap video every time it shows them being in a new location. If you got if you got somebody in and if you got someone going ten locations or more routinely, and then back to like three or four NGOs routinely. Just showing the the surveillance video of them going to these different locations, and then showing the geofencing data, or the sorry, the the geotracking data of where they're going and when, and then fencing them and showing them at the location, and showing you know the 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 bad actors. Just show them if you ID them, like people want to know who is causing the problem here, and if you go after the motherfucker on the street. And you find them, and you're able to ask them, "Who the hell was it that told you to do this?" You can get answers. Like it, the fact that the FBI hasn't gone after these fuckers uh, in the way that they should have. With this, now this data is available to a company. I, this is the kind of like we have the January 6th commission going on right now. Wow, quite the clown show. Right. So like, if we're gonna <laughs> we're going down that road. And we haven't like taken a, a step back here. Look at the last election, the most secure in history until uh, Mark Elias has to flip flop on that um, motherfucker that he is. Oh yeah, yeah. There was that uh, that little bit of info about about New York, uh, uh, New York uh, twenty seven. Was it? It was New York twenty seven. I think it was or forty seven. Whatever the fuck it was. There's the guy in New York that uh, would that refused to concede, and then Mark Elias had to come in and say that the. Uh, the reason why the election didn't go the other guy's way is because the machines are are uh, are faulty. After he spent the entire fucking year saying they're infallible. Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, that's a complicated situation. Mark Elias is one of the shittiest people on the planet. If you ever want to see, like, th- this is this is the Democrats' top lawyer, Mark Elias. That asshole. The the uh, if he told me the sky was blue, I'd go check. Because there's there'd be a, he'd probably get a paycheck out of telling me, and there'd be a reason why he wanted me to go look, probably. But you know, details. 
Motherfuckers like that are are snakes in the grass. Yeah, it's it's actually surprising to me, and it must be he must be rolling in cash for it. It's surprising to me that he has not turned coat uh, on his uh, on his his uh, employers for the amount of shit that he gets told. Now, was he the one that actually revealed that the uh, that Perkins Coie had the FBI connection since like? No, no, he's not Sussman. Oh, that okay, that was Sussman. Yeah, because he was no, he was he did take the stand in that. Like about a month. He might have. No, he he did. He might have. He was in. He was a party to that. I believe he, he would have. I would have. I believe he would have. Mark Elias is the Democrats' top lawyer. Oh yeah, he's um, he's their guy. So if you get if you, if if a case ever gets the chance to pull his ass to court, um, keep track of the old shit he said because he's also very likely to perjure himself. Yeah, he's he, retarded. He is way. the guy that hired Fusion GPS. I might believe it. So, you know, he's, uh, he's got some baggage, you could say. Yeah, a little bit. Where the hell was that? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and Google's making it a little difficult to find this particular. <laughs> well, that's why there's DuckDuckGo. Ah, here we go. Uh, National Review, of course, because... <laughs> Because I'm not going to get this from somewhere else. But hey, yeah, Daily Caller and National Review. We'll go with Daily Caller. They're a little bit more, a little bit more acceptable to certain demographics. Well, I'll say this: I, I am I am strongly skeptical of any place that has a political bent to it, which just means everywhere. Yeah, I mean that's that's literally. Everywhere. I would want multiple sources, and and that's that's already at least two. But you know, I can see it. it's not just what they include or what they might slant; it's what they also leave out. But on and top that's of why this, want multiple too, sources. We have uh, the head of SISA. Uh, what was it? Uh, we actually covered this on one yeah, of the shows, yeah. coming out and saying, yeah. "Well, actually, those Dominion machines, there are some vulnerabilities." Yeah, how about that, you motherfuckers? It's almost like you were told this shit. Yeah, yeah, funny that. And that's without getting into the uh, maybe built-in modems, maybe not, who even knows all the weird shit. No, there oh, aren't. My favorite, one, uh, my favorite one was the fucking router we covered. Oh, um, right? Literally so We had, what, 40-odd machines connected to it, and it was publicly accessible? Yeah. I'm just sitting there, like, hey. I just, like... Hello, world. The password, the password was fucking password, man. It's, it's... <sighs> it's both public, fucking publicly facing. This shit, like, I think we need to go back to using pen and paper. Um, I, 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 I cannot feel like, like, we use Scantrons in Florida. So, like, you have to fill in shit with pen. So that means at the end of it, you can go back and look at the damn thing. And it's crystal fucking clear that you fill in the oval or not. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If I you mean, filled in two ovals, it doesn't count. And they tell you this shit. Yeah, I, so it's I not mean, like you can walk in there and go, oh, I didn't know. My vote really counted as this. It's literally, did you fill in the oval or not? If you filled in multiple ovals, you don't get to vote that way. That part of your vote's gone because you chose to do that. Now that's fair. And, you know, it's, the thing is, it's not hard and we're, we're making a thing that's not hard, overly simple. 
you could say to the simplifying well, I mean, to the point that it can be uh gym. I went in for early voting and early the nice thing in Florida is that early voting requires ID whereas you know you're not allowed to do that on voting day because apparently black people are too stupid to be able to get IDs well no, I don't know now let's, let's be, be honest if if I'll we're asking anybody on the left black people aren't smart enough to do this I mean anybody that's... I, I, yeah the, the fucking Biden saying black people inner sorry inner city people including black people can't get can't understand computers enough hey now according just, to Joe Biden by his just, own words poor kids <clears throat> Are as good as white kids. So no, he said poor kids are just as smart as white. Oh, kids. just as smart, right, right, right. They're not as good. Actually, they might not they're actually not as smart. be as good. Unless, you never know. I mean, they could. Then again, be. if they didn't vote for him, if they didn't vote for him, then they weren't really black in the first place. They might right. have been white. You never know. Yeah, I mean, he's the one that said it. If uh, if you don't know who to vote fucking, for, you ain't black. So I can't believe, like, in the, yeah, it's in, and then you have you have shrewd personalities like Cammy who are willing to. Tell this motherfucker directly to his face, you're a sexist and a racist, and then be his vice president. I don't know about you, but if someone was an outright anti-Semite to me, or or, or a misandrist to me, you know, so if some some evil bimbo went up there and said, I hate all Jews, and by the way, all men can kiss my cunt, um, I would not accept being their vice president. Period. Well, I'll be honest. I, I mean, you could thought, actually make thought. a trail of tears joke, and I would be okay with it. But you know, I could understand how other people would be upset. Like if I if I truly thought that that if I truly thought somebody was a racist and a sexist, and 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 like in in I thought it was ir- irredeemable quality into someone else that they were well, truly... irredeemable enough that you would call them out on a stage at a presidential debate as being a racist. I would not work with them. I just wouldn't. I would. Yeah, I would harp on that point. That's absolutely fair. Public. Yeah, I, yeah. If I were in a position where I was so strongly disagreeing with someone, like say, for instance, uh, Tulsi Gabbard and her disagreements with uh, Officer Harris. Oh man, she hasn't <laughs> dropped it ever. She's been consistent no, she... on this issue of what a psychotic, awful bitch this woman is, and she's been absolutely right the whole time. Yeah. And she hasn't I would, changed I would not her take second fiddle. I would not take second fiddle to a, a complete crazy. Ja- uh, I, I would. I just wouldn't. It'd be horrible. Like it's it's a principled stand I'd have to take. I would say I refuse. Uh, there's no fucking way in, in hell. And uh, this phone call is now going to be on YouTube. Fuck you. That would be what it'd turn into. Yeah, but you know if that take happens, take this phone call of me telling you to shove it up your ass. But we're dealing with Joe, and so they were probably like, "Hey, we're going to go ahead and just tell the world that uh, some of those be the orders first that Hunter black uh, president in history." Well, well, you know, Hunter was yeah. Hunter's a prolific, uh, prolific shopper and poster online personality, as we all know. He had his own. Uh, was it Pornhub? No, no, it wasn't Pornhub. It was like uh, X Hamper X Video or something like that. He had his own account up there because you know he liked. Uh, he's a, he's an internet personality, you know, putting his putting his oh, content yeah. out there for everybody to appreciate. You know, and being you know being an internet person and being interested in that kind of stuff, you got to figure he was probably the kind of guy that did a lot of decorating around his home from Wayfair dot com. <laughs> and being a man yeah, of but... means, you know, he probably went in on the twenty and forty thousand dollar chest of drawers named Mylin and you know Kelly. You know, those are those are style names, uh, and you know he's a man of style. 
as as you can certainly see from many of his pictures, he's a he's a very artistic fellow, very free spirited. Very oh, free spirited. You could you could even say he is a a sur a sure and certain ally of the uh, LGBT coalition, the early uh, LGBT peoples. You know, the ones that uh, had the um, Marlon Brando lookalikes and all that. You know, back before they tried to change the optics, before they've apparently recently changed them back with the San Francisco Men's Choir. And, uh, you know, these uh, various shows that are going on around the country for kids. Which, uh, oh, uh, by the way, yeah. Libs of TikTok was suspended for a while for a uh, thread on um, various oh my God, drag wow. for kids shows. They are back because uh, yeah. there was a big, big stink about that. And uh, again, oh, another, another Streisand effect like, holy shit, wait, what? what? Yeah, wait, so here's the thing. What? like When it comes to that kind of shit, so I've got, I got me to the nephew. Um, I got a... a you know, a very probable stepdaughter in my future. And I got to tell you, like, that... It's funny, I was talking to my cousin about, you know, he's he's sitting there trying to tell me shit about, you know, how awful it is to drop a kid off at school and, and worry about whether or not they're going to come home alive. I was trying to say, okay, hold on a minute, I have some perspective to drop on your ass, because I, I... Funny enough, it just... From all our little chats back and forth, I'd forgotten to tell him about my girlfriend. Um, I dropped that lead balloon on him. And he's like, you know, first off, that's not comparable. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, look, being a parent is about being irrationally protective of your kids. Um, that is the way it works. You just don't, you're not allowed to lose perspective doing that. You are absolutely well within your rights to be irrationally fearful for their survival, for their comfort and well-being. That is what you should do. That means you're a good parent. Yes. I it, and and again, like. Without losing perspective, you're not, you know, you don't get to say, well, everyone else's kid needs to die and my kid needs to live. It's, it's, well, nobody's kid should be dying and I care about mine more than yours. So I was trying to, to get that point across to him and like, this is, this, this kind of shit is just another level of it. You know, the, the drag time story hour kind of stuff. God damn it. Oh, there goes water everywhere again. Uh-oh. It's okay. More important things were uh, are in sealed containers. Well, that's good. Yeah, uh, that you know those papers don't matter. They don't have a lot on them. <laughs> yeah. So as I'm expounding on this stuff irrationally and knocking water bottles over. <laughs> well, it's like uh, this, this it's, drag it's time story shit. It's it's, it's like, a very distracting it's, topic. To be fair. Well, it's it's like you know am I gonna bring. Yeah, you know, and this this is you know my girlfriend's from another country. I'm thinking you know, how it's it's every time this shit comes up, the other the additional strain that a normal family doesn't get to go under was I have to convince people to to let their daughter be with me over here, and and you know the grandkid over here, like and we got this shit going on in our news. We got fucking um, corrupt the youth month going on. And like, look, I know people that are gay and I know people that are trans and they're very normal people otherwise and we don't sit there and talk about their sex life endlessly um it only seems to be the uh the loud flamboyant people in the media that do that 
And yeah. they just get endlessly embarrassed for it. It's actually actively bad for everyone who is part of the Alphabet Army. That's like um, so. Hold on. This is this is not an important part of your identity, right? No, this is just this is just a thing that you just support, right? Okay. So this this doesn't define who you as a person are, right? No, of course. So why are you willing to die on this hill of grooming children? This right. doesn't define who you are. They aren't created that way. Cough. So, why are you so invested in this topic if it's if it's not that important? And then once you get down to it, it's like, well, why do you care so much? Uh, well, maybe I have a reason to give a shit. <laughs> like, well, well, you don't even have kids. Like, yeah, well, you know, some of us don't, and some of us realize that maybe there are societal things to be considered. So that it doesn't all catch on fire and burn down in well, a flaming like I said way. On this also, <laughs> as I said before, good. on this also is uh, is yeah, that was good. Uh, you know, in in in, uh, in a situation where the where such persons are not created uh, after being born, then it's a self correcting or self extinguishing issue. I shouldn't say self correcting because. These are not people that need to be corrected out of existence. Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's, like, it's in, a population, in though, that... 41% of themselves actually take care of the problem, but, you know. But that's another well, discussion. It's, it's, here's the thing is, 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 you know, as far as just average, everyday Joe going about their business, you know, and there's, there's precedence in other mammal species that are proximate to ours, bonobos being a significant one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, that's an excellent of, uh, example. And, and the problem is, of course, that there aren't that many other examples from the point to. Um, the bonobos are, are fairly, fairly, you know, in terms of evolutionary uh, sense of, of the word here, they're fairly close to humans. So yeah, it's they... not like out of the realm to say, as a as an analog, we can look at them as a species and say, okay, what is the steady state prevalence of this behavior? And you know, there's not like trans bonobos, mind you. But there is homosexual there's homosexuality among bonobos and bisexuality, and it's it's on the order of five percent, which is actually consistent with our species. It's on the order of what, 3% well, actually, less. I believe it's a little bit higher. But then bonobos are a okay. notoriously pleasure speak pleasure seeking species. Like yeah, they, they're very hedonistic. They love to have fun, and well, you know, if if that's how you live your life, then there is going to be a little bit more leaning into just doing whatever and having fun. So. It's just a thing. So, it's going to be a thing. Again, here you know we look at humans. There, so there should be some background of of bisexuality and homosexuality in the species. But that's that's consistent with our our uh, genetic relatives sure. on the on the evolutionary tree, so to speak. Here, and and that's that's all fine and dandy. The uh, the intersex is being pulled in as part of trans is really kind of nuts. Because they're literally born that way in a way that trans used to be uh, presented as an issue. Gay used to be, uh, you know, the homosexual and, and uh, bisexual used to be presented as just born that way. Um, and then they've reversed course on this. Uh, and again, I say they, I mean the alphabet uh, society. Not necessarily the people that are just happen to be a member of it under the umbrella, but the ones who actively identify um, as being part of the, quote, community. You know, so not just your average everyday Joe, but the community members out there active, being activists say, well, you know, 
it's not that we were born that way. It's that that's the way we developed. That is our identity. And your identity is a fluid thing. It develops along your whole life. So it's like, okay, so that means that one day I can choose to identify this way. The next day I can choose to identify another way, which blows out the entire idea that I was born with that choice already made for me. Well, you've made um, a really you've made a really important observation there. If there is this predetermination, then there is no today. I feel this way today. Tomorrow, I feel the other well, way. There is the no is, fluid. Is there is, but there is. There, so the, here's the thing: there there is the possibility of there being some crossover between those two notions. The extremes don't have to define oh, yeah, it entirely. No, of course, I mean we look I, at there. There are actual hermaphrodites. But if it's not, if, if it's, if it's, uh, so when I say choose, it's very important there because choose is, is not, uh, just identify. So when they, when they say I identify as they implicitly say choice, but they don't necessarily mean it. I mean, that's still within the purview. I was born that way is today because of the way I was born, I identify this way. Fine. I get it. But when they, they trip over their own feet, so to speak here, and say, oh, well, today I could choose to, to identify this way. Tomorrow I could choose to identify that way. The choice part becomes a problem there for them. Oh, certainly. Because that implies specifically that the way you were born is not the way you're choosing to identify yourself. Oh, certainly. So the, the inclusion of the word choice is the problem that they've run into. And the, the thing is, they don't see that when they stumble upon it. And they have to try and backtrack to get around it and say, oh, well, you already said choice. So did you mean to say choice or not? And when they can't, I, that's the part where you see them fall apart. Because if they meant to say choice, they would say yes. If they did not mean to say choice, they would say no. If they're lying to you about whether or not they meant to say choice, then they can't give you a fucking answer. That's, well, that's when you get the, well, why do you care so much? Yeah. And that's the part where I have a problem with them. Um... And, I, and again, with them, I mean the uh, the activist element of the alphabet army here. I don't mean your ever average everyday person just trying to get the fuck along with their life. They're not the ones grooming kids in schools. No, they're just As trying a to fact, go to work. Many of them. We, uh, I mean, I saw. Oh, during the height of COVID. As a matter of fact, a great video out of I want to say it was a California Pride Parade last year. That was uh, yeah. like some. Some older gay guys that were like, why are you people bringing your families to this? What is wrong with you? Right. It's like, yeah, exactly that. They know. No, so I actually I actually know a bi guy who uh, he used to love going to Pride. I used to give him a sense of community where he used to not get it at home. And I can totally understand that. So I, I get it. Like You, you came out... Um, Later on in your years, and you're you're bisexual, and you've had male and female relationships in the past, you didn't get that sense of community among the rest of society. So you went to Pride, and that gave it to you for a while, and then they started to push him out with all this woke shit. Um, the 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 standard seven color Pride flag people are being pushed out of their own communities, and they hate it. They don't get us. They don't get to say a word about it. Well, as a matter uh, of fact, on that, I can't remember the specific uh, magazine, but it was probably either Jezebel or HuffPo, but it was yeah. uh, Gay Men or the New White Men. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And that's, so, that's a while they're, back, they're doing too. this. Well, it's, uh, the funny one is Gay Black Men are the new white uh, white men of uh, of whatever the hell relationship or societies or relationships or whatever the fuck it is. 
Of course. I saw that one, and I was just like, uh, and this is out of The Guardian, I believe it was. So I was just, I, I immediately thought, typical, <laughs> insane trash. Oh, to be Stuff sure. we used to meme about with Godders. Like, oh god, I have a whole bunch of those screenshots somewhere from the, the Guardian uh, headlines. And I, I on gonna, that note... I, I was going to dump them on a thread. Uh, take a look at the staff chat. I've put up a uh, distressing Equity. thing. Equity as a PubMed <laughs> term has increased ten times since only 2017. Now, I'll say this. As a person in uh, chemical engineering doing work on hydrogen fuel storage, I had to use words I did not agree with to get funding or to, uh, or to as openers to discuss topics uh, concerning climate change, global warming, etc., Mm, yes, like how uh, glaciers affect. Sexism. Now I want you to. Now I want you to consider how many people have to say shit like equity to do a basic study in medicine right now. <sighs> see, that's so almost worse that, than it just being pushed. Right. So I. So as I was saying here, when you see that on a scale like that, what I see is that the dollars are pushing equity. The science is still getting done, but the dollars are pushing equity. A ramp up like that shows me that it's an onboarding of a term. Somebody is saying that if you want it, so here's the thing. It's not even that an individual is pushing it or an individual company or individual dollar source. What's likely happening is that it was easier for someone to get funding out of NIH by saying that thing they're doing has something to do with equity and thus getting some of those additional funds uh, loosened up for them than it was to just go the uh, the route that they're probably intending to go and talk about patient differentials between certain uh, groups grouped together by the uh, the way that they're being uh, their treatments are concerned with some uh, rarer diseases. You know, so it might be like um, they're looking at the discrepancy between two different um, two different apparent uh, pathologies concerned with the. Uh, socioeconomic situation and so they might have said equity in order to get things to move a little bit smoother for them no i could absolutely but they're not that. actually going to get equity they're going to get to the point where they say okay patient patients in group a had outcome x patients in group b had outcome y and uh outcomes x and y were prevalent at such and such proportions between groups a and b uh and you know equity probably just came out at the very beginning by saying why aren't groups A and B getting outcomes X and Y at the same rate? Equity. And then they went in and actually explained it later. It had nothing to do with equity. I guarantee you that part. Probably not, yeah. They might have said equity and conclusions at the end, just to wrap it up properly and make sure they, uh, they guarantee funding for the next round. But I, I, it's... And, and here's the other thing. is PubMed is... You can publish the PubMed with so many different things, so many different sources... So I bet you that part of that was also onboarding of uh, of sociology sources. Oh, and I found the art the recent article on the Dominion machines as well. So I'll make sure and put that below for everybody too. Okay, good. Because uh, that yeah. was recently commented on by the head of SISA. Yeah, yes, of course it was. And yep. that's that's yeah, from yeah. AP, by the way. That's not like National Front or. Stormfront or some shit like that. Okay, Odyssey, you need. Okay, so that's where I can claim my channel later on. All right. Huzzah. So it's still it's still sinking. 
Well, like I said, I have 351 videos still syncing. Unfortunately, my channel is a little um, too small to sync, so whatever. It won't do the back catalog. Really? It what? Won't, it won't do the back catalog. It will do everything going forward. But I upload to Odyssey first anyway, so it kind of doesn't matter. I said, I claimed my handle. I said, agree to sync. It says, wait for your videos to be synced. And then I can claim my channel. So there's a left checkbox. Hmm. That said, you can also find us on Rumble. Fair enough. Because you know, yeah, we're everywhere. That's, that's just Here's the funny thing. I went to sign up. I went to sign up on Odyssey. It's like that email has already been used. Like, oh fuck, fake. So that sends me an email. I click on the thing, and it just takes me, and I log in automatically. It's like, oh, so I didn't have to put in my fucking password. Well, that's not secure. Um, what happened? So now, not only did I get logged in with my email, I. Uh, I don't know if I used a password on here. I didn't see it in my password uh, manager, which is why I was concerned when I saw that I already had an account. But I must have tried to get in before, and then I don't know if, if I used a password or not. I, I think at this point I have to find out if I can reset the fucking password. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I, again, it's, I think it's entirely my fault here. I just think it's an insecure way of verifying your users. Well, and to be completely fair, I actually had to, uh, like, tag some of them on uh, on Twitter to to get our live streaming unlocked. So it's it's not a fully integrated, everything's up and 100% system yet. So it (laughs) it is what it is, but it works. No, I, like, I'm, it's like I'm not knocking them for like trying here. I'm just saying like there are some serious security flaws I see with that method. And just like, if someone gets a compromised email and and you know, like once, then you have the ability to make an account without them knowing and take their name ahead of time. It's just a new platform. Like not everybody's on it. And if or or, or if someone signed me up by accident, now knowing knowing now ahead of time that it was very much more likely that I did this for myself. But suppose I didn't. Suppose someone else signed me up ahead of time without ever confirming my email address, and I try to sign up later on, and it says I already have an account, and then it just hands me an account without a password. Well, now I don't have a password, and I don't have any way of properly authorizing myself later on. Yeah, this kind of goes completely against some of the security... uh... One of the security right. things we've talked about on numerous occasions. So this is where I just like I kind of anti secure. Yes, it's not that it's just not secure; it's that it is actively insecure. It's like That's storing your passwords in a file that says passwords.txt or passwords right. underscore plain, four underscore in users. Plain English. Dot txt. In plain English, clear text without any salts to the uh, to anything. Nothing encrypted. You know, nothing hashed. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, the only thing they've done is they've changed it to .txt. Using like, using like, you know, maybe MD5 next to it so that it looks like it's more stuff than it is. <laughs> <sighs> Goodness gracious. Oh my god. Yeah, well, bless their hearts. They are Rumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, you know. this this is this is perfect. This is this is cool. Like I, I like they're, I like they're getting it together. platforms. They are, you know, and... And if this actually does back up all my videos, 
if this backs up all 351 of my videos, I didn't have a count beforehand, but apparently that's how many I have. But get all of them backed up, that's cool. Um, I just, you know, I, I don't know if they, like, they guess they're going to try replicate the details of them or, or how they're going about it. But, you know, I don't know if it's going to stumble on videos that have issues, because I, I do have a couple videos that have issues to them that I haven't resolved because I'm fucking lazy. I, I legitimately can't say, so it'll be interesting to see how that I goes. I have no idea. I just, I do all my stuff uh, centered around Odyssey anymore, and then go... And, and every time, if I click if I click uh, create channel, it brings you back the thing and says, your wallet is empty. You need a uh, symbol to create a channel and upload content. Never fear, though, there are tons of ways to earn symbol. You can earn a purpose symbol, or you can have your friends send them. If I click on earn rewards, it takes me to reward validation pending. This account must undergo review before I can participate in the rewards program. Blah, 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 blah. If I go back and click buy slash swap credits, it says, learn more. Sorry, this service is currently unavailable. Hmm. Uh, well, we'll have to see where it sits in And this is where I was, I was getting really frustrated going in circles earlier. So I'm hoping that this whole copy your YouTube thing works. Otherwise, because I, I still can't talk in the live stream right now, That's, which is fine. I think it's funny. Yeah, it is kind of funny. <laughs> oh, we have picked I'm up uh, somebody on the Discord, stream. by the way, from the link. So, hello, new user. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. Hello, new user. <laughs> and the uh, the Discord link that is in chat there. So say hi. Do follow and, uh, you know, Hop on in, say hello, and uh, it, uh, for everybody listening now, uh, if you've got any questions, comments, ideas, whatever, hit either one of us up. You can find Craig at CraigBob99 most places. You can find me at that fake guy Dan, also most places. Uh, so leave comments, uh, questions, yep. whatever. We are utterly Except open. you won't find either of us. You won't find either of us on Facebook because I keep my stuff there relatively private, and and I don't exist there. Doesn't use it. Yeah, and Evan doesn't use it at all. Yeah, I ideologically do not support that. So, one of them things. Oh man! <clears throat> but uh, the one cool thing about Odyssey is the chat stays. So there's just a yep. backlog of stuff. So if you ever want to look back through or follow, find the link to the Discord, it'll just be there until it's. Uh, I can. Past. I've scrolled back to one month ago. Okay. Yeah, you'll notice there's not a lot of comments yeah. from anyone other than me. <laughs> Yeah, see, this is why it needs to allow me to talk on there, because otherwise I can't, like, cuss you out. Man, that's fair. That's fair. And you can! You can say all sorts of shit on here that I'm not going to say, because oh. I am going to upload this later oh. to YouTube. There are words I will use. You can. <laughs> I have I have seen chat here that is not allowed anywhere else. At all. I, I think you've seen what I get away with on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and you can get away with a lot more here. So I, I don't know how I still get away with it, but I think it's because I've been around so long. <laughs> I, I, I'm on naughty list, though. I still have not resolved that thing. I still can't make a professional account. Still can't monetize anything, and I still have the. Uh, I still can't reapply for uh, for ticketed spaces. It still says your application's been denied, uh, and it won't allow me past that screen. It's it's hilarious, and I, I haven't like. At this point, I'm pretty sure Twitter's just fucking with me. Like, I'm not going to be allowed to do a period. Oh, yeah. I think sure. it's hilarious, though, that I made a sock that was, like, three days old. And I was able to get a professional account with a sock. 
So I think it's definitely nothing missing from my profile. I'm definitely on a fucking naughty list. Oh yeah, undoubtedly. I know I am too. I'm at least de-boosted. Uh, on that note, as a matter of fact, we might might as well go ahead and give a quick update to the situation on Twitter. Twitter is... Oh. Well, anyway, uh, Twitter is basically trying to push through the sale, even though we're seeing that maybe things are a lot more complicated and untrue than presented in the initial uh, business transactions. So... Elon is uh, saying, I don't know about all of this. Twitter is saying, mm, no, you're going through with the deal. So things have gotten complicated. But with that said, they did say they're just going to give him the, uh, what do they call it, the faucet, the hose, the, the source. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know what they called it. But they're going to give him access to the the actual source data. And Okay, so the, the fire hose. Oh, the fire hose, yes, thank you. Yeah, so, so uh, the fire hose, uh, if people don't understand how that API on Twitter works... If you have the use of normal API on Twitter, you get limited access, meaning your search comes back like you searched on Twitter.com. The fire hose is the full Monty, and you better have your ass prepared for that shit, because if they direct it at you, it is a fuck ton of data. Quite a lot. And like it's 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 aptly named. Um Although, you know, it might not be the best name for it, because if they point it at you then and you're a certain race, then that's kind of got a certain connotation. Uh, you know, maybe you're from Tulsa. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, the fire hose is, is a crazy uh, stream of, of data. It's um, it's the full fucking Twitter backend getting pointed at you. Well, uh, just to give you some kind of idea it, of that, I've recently of, uh, gotten my archive, and it's something like three yeah. gigs. And I'm just, yeah. and I'm one person that's been on there, albeit eight years, but still, that's just me. Let's see. I actually haven't gotten mine recently. I've been making a point to get my archives to places more more frequently. Like I haven't gotten mine there recently. The last time I think I got my Twitter archive was, I had to be like twenty, maybe twenty twenty. Um, so I have to get that again. So thanks for the reminder. But it was it was not insubstantial. I've been on there since two thousand nine. I think thereabouts. Sure. Yeah. Before that it was like you know okay. I, before that I had I had some. I had some other accounts that uh, that did not last long. Uh, before I found out what I could and could not say on there, and I made a real one. Right, fair. <laughs> I, you know, I, back when everyone was saying, "What are they talking about?" It's just some lady eating a chicken sandwich on a toilet. Uh, why, why the fuck would I want to care about what people are talking about on Twitter? Um, God damn. Jeez, I had I had a fucking uh, Verizon flip phone back then. Like a side, one of those sideways flippers that had the full keyboard inside. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember what that, you're talking about. That was a that was a cool phone. Uh, then then uh, then some uh, evil cunt who I'll just call evil cunt stepped on it and then tried to blame it on the dog. <laughs> the dog's not that fat bitch. Mm, yeah, that's that's a familiar uh, argument. I've I've heard something about uh, dogs uh, having something pinned on them somewhere else recently. Yeah, how about that? So okay, so the difference here being that it was my Labrador um, retriever. Mm. Or, sorry, my my, uh, my chocolate lab. Oh, so it's so it's actually feasible in that case. Yeah, the dog was like it's like a ninety pound dog. You know, it's a big heavy dog. 
Fair. But he had he would have had to jump from like three feet to land on it and crush the screen like that. And let's just say there, um, given where it was positioned in my room, admittedly on the floor at the time, it's sort of not there's nothing to jump off of to land on it like that. No, fucking fucking bitch snuck into my room to try and steal something, and uh, and I don't have to care about her anymore. Hmm. Yeah. I got I got a new phone out of it, and I was kind of upset about, but happy at the same time. And uh, and oh well. Oh well, indeed. On the note of oh well, oh, yeah. So you uh, you oh, heard what? about Paul Pelosi uh, recently having an interaction with uh, law enforcement, <laughs> right? Yeah, I heard he had a, a very sober interaction, or sorry, sobering interaction. Yeah, that would be a more accurate way of saying it. It, it was not a sober. <laughs> interaction it was a 4 a.m interaction is what it was on the highway it was it was and i've got some sad news that for whatever reason the police don't want to release the uh body cam footage of that which how about that i, I, mean, I truly that is that. sad i very much i very think someone desperately needs to sue. would love to see that video i think someone needs to sue with yes. uh, i think someone like uh someone like oh i don't know eff needs to sue or fire needs to sue uh, on a free speech grounds alone here. Uh, that needs to be uh, foia'd immediately. Oh yeah, absolutely. We need. So if you live in Virginia and you are a Virginia resident and you have uh, probably on the order of four thousand dollars handy, just to make sure you can cover all possible fees here, um, and you know, and a CD or potentially a DVD, maybe even a thumb drive. Um, I think that someone needs to file that fucking FOIA, and I think that if somebody, a Virginia resident, mind you, just to make sure that there's no question over whether or not you're allowed to do this, if yeah. somebody were to set up a crowdfund for this and uh, and were very transparent about every step of it, you could probably even walk away with certain amounts of money for uh, for your hard troubles. And just to, just to put it out there, I would be glad to uh, provide some airtime to uh, such an endeavor. More oh, than absolutely. happy I'd be to provide the entirety of, of my audience and the my abilities to share data to the internet. I would be glad to oh, to provide. If you need storage and hosting, we've got that. Um, I sure as shit have storage, and I sure as shit have hosting. Uh, if you need a way to disseminate such information to uh, to interested individuals, interested parties, uh, that shit could immediately be in a Dropbox link and up on the internet in less than an hour. So yeah, if uh, if you've got uh, the means, easy, easy. Just, we can get it out there, and are happy to do so. And uh, to I'll update that as well. The hell out of that. There was <clears throat> there was an update on this that the charges had been dropped, <laughs> which uh, based we have. Well, at, we're hearing conflicting say, reports. Do you want? Oh my god. See, we're this hearing that Joker. they were, uh, that the charges were, they're just not going to pursue the charges, but we're also hearing that there might have been a bit of a public oh. outcry and that, well, no, well, we, maybe we What's didn't he, drop the charges. We were just not actively investigating it right at that moment. Let me, let me guess. He was really sorry about it and he won't do it again. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to go to, uh, he's going to go to a fucking, um, an Alcoholics Anonymous camp for a month, is he? Is he going to go and sit there and have a martini with every meeting? Oh, I'm sorry. I just can't help it. I'm an alcoholic. You know how addicted we are. 
So glad that I'm here. Give me my, my one-day chip tomorrow. I promise I'll be here without it next time. But on that note, he will be charged. Uh, the the uh... He fucking well better be. <laughs> well, let's see here. We'll go, we'll go to PolitiFact. Because, uh, let me see here. The charges have not been dismissed because they haven't been filed. Oh my god. From PolitiFact. So there you go. There you go. Did you ever need any clarification? No. <laughs> and I'll put that I'll put that one down below so everybody can everybody can see that. So that's from Andy Nguyen. He went ahead and uh, did uh, did investigate that. Yeah. Uh, Nguyen or Nyo? I'm pretty sure it's Nguyen. Oh no no no! It's not okay. Andy. No, it's no. This is okay. from Politifact. Are you sure? No oh, no okay. they they do not like him. I <laughs> they think do, so. They do not like Andy. No. <sighs> oh hey, there's another thing on here. Your state will send you free infant formula if you call Imalac and sell like customer service numbers. That one is apparently false. But I do have an interesting note on uh, the infant formula problem. Of course, our illustrious skin suit has uh, found a way to pay something like quintuple what it costs to to move enough to stock four stores for one week. And uh, that's lovely, I guess. But anyway, uh, of all the people in the world, Lukashenko of Belarus has uh, offered us assistance. Oh, he has, has he? Indeed. Indeed, he has. Um, unfortunately, we... Uh, you know, do have some issues there with, you know, sanctions and all. But I will uh, provide a link to uh, a Guardian article that uh, backs me up on that. But, yeah, actually, Lukashenko has offered to give us an assist on this one. That's just how fucking weird the world is. Yep. Well, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that was just ten days ago. I I don't believe anything has been done with that offer because, you know, we don't really accept offers for help yeah. unless it's from the right people. So, thanks but no thanks, Lukashenko. You can you can fuck right off and have your petro ruble and have your inexpensive gas and have your inexpensive food and have your functioning public transit and have your media that doesn't hate its citizenry. You can you can have all that, Lukashenko. You can also have. Malchat Doma, which they finished up the U.S. leg of the tour. It's too late to go see him. You missed out if you didn't go. Yeah, I know that's a complete off-the-side tangent. Damn it, that was a really good show. I'll take your word for it. Uh, I'll, um... Uh, I actually got some video. It was, it was wonderful. I was within, like... I was 15 foot from the lead singer. It was uh, nice. one of the most amazing concerts I've ever been to, just from an experience. I mean, I was in a place that was probably, I mean, the floor plan's like s smaller than the footprint of my house. So it was really intimate. It was, uh, I could only hope because these guys, they pack theaters. So getting an experience like that was really, yeah. uh, really excellent. And above and beyond that, I'm waxing poetic. Might as well. I even got to uh, <laughs> hang out with the guys for a second, talk to the only one of them that speaks English, and uh, got signatures on their first album. So 
Um, nice. Ah, what an experience. I I couldn't be happier. It was absolutely great. Decent down to earth dudes. Uh, you know, if uh, if you're one of the folks that has that nice uh, blue and yellow uh, thing in your profile, and you know you're a big old Slava Ukraine kind of person, well, you know they uh, just because they're from uh, Belarus doesn't mean they support the uh, special operation in Ukraine. So give them support. They're good guys. And with that. I don't know if I've got anything else specific I was wanting to cover this week. Were there any other topics you were wanting to get into? Um, I'm sure there were, but I'm, I can't keep them up in my head right now. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Uh, beyond that, um, uh, I don't exactly have good news to close this out, but I do have something quite humorous. Let me see if I can get the video here. see here. Where is this? Out of Reuters. Can I get the actual article? There was uh, a fireworks display. Ah, cool. Got it. Got it from Reuters video. We'll put it right up here in the player window so everybody can check it out. Yeah, perfect. So let me put a link down here in the uh, staff chat so you can check it out. And yeah, they've got a big old nasty thing that's just burning uh, lots of stuff here. The idea being that they're going to show off how this thing with all the pretty fireworks and smoke is uh, going to show you how endangered and imperiled the climate is by putting a bunch of Smoke and pollution into the air. Toronto and colorful gas. <sighs> so they polluted to show how bad pollution is. Yeah, yeah, they did. But you know, oh my god, the vibe I get out of you this. Is that, like these are the kind of people that Captain Planet would kick the ass of in one of the episodes of that cartoon, right? It's yeah, like, you were misinformed. You did the wrong thing. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly that. So you know, you look at this, and it's like. Well, hold on. If you're so unworried about the environment that you're willing to do something like this, are you are you telling us that the environment can pretty much just soak all this up? That perhaps somebody moved a decimal point, a uh, spot or two that they oughtn't have? Because, I mean, that's the vibe I'm getting. You know? And, of course, we've actually gone over the hard numbers before, and, well... It's literally what's happened and what had to happen because they couldn't justify their numbers without cooking them. Simple as that. Well, no recrimination is needed at this point. Although maybe we should start tagging our videos so we can just refer people back to them. Yeah, fair. <laughs> like, here's where we autistically went off in the Never Never Land about this one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, feel free to go through the back catalog. I have done a fair degree of... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. what ar- not archiving, uh, just making note of just uh, most of our key topics for any of the episodes, so just read through any of the descriptions if you're ever curious. I mean, we go off on tangents, but I try and at least have uh, uh, key topics. And if nothing else, you can go through the show links and see what's in there, because unless the stuff's been taken down, which does happen, 
There's a reason that you should uh, archive things. But, um, you know, unless um, a link's been taken down, anything that we say in one of these episodes is... If it's controversial, it's going to be backed up. Which might be why I've only had one episode taken down in nearly 100 on YouTube. What episode are we on? Is this like 95? I'm pretty sure, actually. Let me see. Let me just double check. Because our last one... Yeah, this is 95. I was uh, thinking we'd uh, do like the live thing for 100. We'll probably do a live one that's perfect at 100. But, I mean, we're here. And it kind of works. I'll need to juke the settings <laughs> a little bit so that it plays a little nicer. Because, I mean, there's legitimately no reason for this to be in 1080p. Everything's readable at 720. Yeah. So I'll just need to make some separate settings. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's neither here nor there. So I guess we've covered everything we kind of want to. I don't necessarily have any specifically good news mm. for you, but eh, there will be. There will be. And, there will be. You know, it's the nature of the, uh, the, the crazy-ass world of today. So let me put a cool picture up here so that you can have something neat for the people to look at. And... Uh, just sign it off. So, you can find my man Craig here at CraigBob99. Again, most places, not Facebook, pretty much for either one of us. You can find me at that fake guy Dan. If you want to uh, invite to the Discord, if you're watching this live, it's over there on the right in the uh, thing. If you're watching this later, it's still there. And if not, just hit either one of us up online, wherever, and we'll get you in there so you can ask any questions, drop any show ideas, whatever. We're completely approachable dudes. And yeah, Odyssey, um, we'll, we'll do what we can to get this working. As we were saying, you know, it's a young we'll platform. They're, they've got their priorities. I'm, no, I'm just I a, a like little this, cartoon cat. So. I click, oh, 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 I am allowed. I can click like. That's nice. a good start. <laughs> hey, we're making He's steps. three likes now. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but again, oh uh, we'll. Uh, I wonder how slow they have to sync stuff to make it so that YouTube doesn't lock them out. That's a good question because a lot of folks are moving over here, and I mean, we got. Well, I, I'm happy to do alternative it. platforms. Like I have, I have BitChute. You know, but by I the way, I'll have Odyssey here. Do uh, do look us up on BitChute. Uh, is available there every episode. As well as the things that I absolutely cannot post on uh, YouTube, like uh, just recently did something. It's completely innocuous, but you know, oh my it's God. Uh, fair use, and it's just a... Dude, that one. That one episode, we were I we, you guys even and I know I'm the one who does it, and I know it's not for the reason of not getting kicked off YouTube, but you guys allowed me to painfully go through details that were very clear that would. That would make it so that if you had some YouTube censor watching the damn thing, they should have been like, ah, well, at least they know what they're talking about. That's not something we should censor. Yeah, yeah. And then they did, it wasn't even about that. It wasn't even fucking about that. Oh, yeah. and uh, just just as a by the by, still waiting on that appeal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, still waiting. So we'll come to uh, August. Uh, let me see here will come until August uh, 20th. So I'm figuring on August 20th, the appeal will not be 
they, I, I imagine they're not going to touch it because, well, to be fair, we fly pretty goddamn close to the sun with this. Well, uh, we're podcast. also not like we're not like making huge dollars off of YouTube here, I guess. We're yeah, not I mean, like YouTube isn't money making huge dollars off of us. Remember, turn on that pesky ad blocker. Yes, please do. It helps. It doesn't help me, but what do I care? Watch on Odyssey. I'll actually make a little bit of, uh, like, Leno coin or something, whatever it's called. Or, better yeah. still, check us out on Anchor, because it's fully ad-supported by an ad read that I even did. And that's pretty dope that they're willing to, you know, hook us up like that. So, do check it out on Anchor. Uh, bookmark, like, subscribe, and hit us up for uh, invites. We'd love to talk to you guys. Uh, and The more interaction yeah. we can get more we can Please do. Come tell folks us. to check us out, to check out the live streams, because that's going to be a thing now. And of course, to uh, check out the archive on Anchor for uh, your downloads, your mobile, and everything else, so that you can actually just check it out in podcast form, because at the end of the day, that's what I made this for. We're only just now, like, almost 100 episodes in, transitioning into kind of the radio show vibe, so yeah, look us up wherever. Anywhere, everywhere. And I guess with that, be safe. The world's gone fucking mad. And it's crazy out there. So, we'll see you soon.